hey, we're rushing through this. Yeah. I don't I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy <laughs> this. I don't yeah, enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. We have fifty three minutes to give you an episode that is great. Um Dan, uh, Brandon, you 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 started off. Yeah, this is Rankly, my dear, and you know what, Rankly, my dear, I don't give a damn uh, how long this episode is because I won't listen to it unless I edit it. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna rank things that we liked from this year. We're yeah. gonna do TV. We're gonna do movies, personal moments, mm-hmm. podcast moments, and music. And I'm Brandon, presenter Danny here, and uh, we already did our uh, 2019 like discoveries and rediscoveries music show yeah danny wasn't Let's ready to do uh, okay danny was i know it's gonna be my fault that we go over even though i said i wanted to get it done in a short amount of time but i have a lot i gotta i have a lot to say i don't have that much you to have say. a lot to say dave's gonna have a lot of runner-ups <laughs> yeah um no what, what i meant was I didn't have my album list ready for our 2019 Discovery show. Right. This is usually supposed to be a non-music show, but we are doing our albums of the year countdown. But it's this show is mostly non-music. Right. Mostly non-music. Yeah. No tunes. Right. Presenter no Danny here. Dave? You said it. My name is Dave. And um, I'll miss along for the ride. Let's start off with TV. Welcome to our okay. So I was I was gonna say welcome to our blog. <laughs> welcome to our. <laughs> we're blog. just gonna be listing things today. We're really not gonna get too deep into the any things we're saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're no listing thoughts. stuff, and that's about it. Yeah, Dan blog. It's a list trist. List trist. <laughs> okay. Let's start off with television. Let's start off with the tube. Okay, because and Are I think I think Dave should go first okay. for this one because he probably has the least amount of things. So we're going three, 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 two, two, two. No, whatever you guys want to do. Do you want to do just the top three? Top three. Top three. Oh, okay. You can mention some of your others, your unmentionables. How about sure. Let's do top three and then mentionables. Yeah. Okay, great. Top and then three, top worst. And any any least favorite, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, okay. Number three, yeah, TV show of the year was part one of Finding Neverland. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, no way. Like I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't think of a worse. That is absolutely <laughs> it. I could not think of my least favorite. Thank you, Dave. That is absolutely that is perfect. it. Oh, my Actually, God. Actually, I don't know why I put that. I just haven't watched much TV this year. <laughs> and I um, had like one I wanted to put at the bottom. So well, I'm putting Finding Neverland. It was great to bond with you guys. We had a lot to talk about for weeks on end because of the show. The Finding Neverland documentary. Wow. Uh, where it, it goes into detail about... Um, former. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's also not called Finding Neverland. It's not. That's the movie. <laughs> oh that's, my God. <laughs> it took us a couple minutes. Yeah. Sorry. That's, losing, that's losing, the, leaving, leaving, leaving. I'm it's, sorry. <laughs> that's the Johnny Depp movie. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Part one of Finding Neverland. <laughs> the first 25 minutes of that movie. I, did you guys end up watching part two? No. no. I, I never did either. Uh, okay, I watched part one of Leaving Neverland, and uh-huh. it was it was horrible, but it was good to, um, I think, watch that as a former... F- I mean, I guess I'm still a fan of Michael Jackson's music, but it was an important thing for me to watch, I guess. We watched it together. It was so much fun. <laughs> That's an insane answer. <laughs> I honestly was, couldn't think it of what to put for my least favorite. Thing. It was a vital thing this year. It really was. It was a big thing this year. Yeah. So that's why I put it. It's like the most uncomfortable it? I've ever felt watching anything. Me too. 
So number three. All right. It's not a number one. <laughs> God, Brandon. Oh, we're oh okay. We're doing it like that. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I'm gonna say that my number three is season two of Mindhunter. Oh, very cool. Uh, I like it better than the first season. Okay. And the second half of the season is like its own movie. It's like a basically four-hour yeah. like movie. Yes. And it's incredible. Now, no spoilers, but does he ever find his mind? Oh, he hunts the shit out of that mind. <laughs> For all okay. you Finch heads out there. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, David Fincher won't make movies anymore. This is where you got to go. You got to go to Netflix. I loved Mindhunter season two. Um, is it what is, it's one it, of my runner-ups. Okay. Yeah. It's more like net shows now. Like, it, there's, there's flicks on, the, on Netflix, but there's m- more TV, I'd say. I think like it, the more prestige comes from the TV, yeah. Net- At least for like the Netflix originals, they should con- consider calling it net shows. Net shows. <laughs> you know, it's more accurate. Should yeah. I say my unmentionables right now? No, we'll do that at the end. We'll do at the, the end. end. Okay. Unmentionables. Um, yeah, I love Mindhunter season my two. Panties. Yes, the end of it was uh, the whole thing in Atlanta, right? That yeah. Was, uh, yeah. The, the, was, yeah. Uh, so good. Very very cool. Okay, number three for Danny. Top shows of 2019 is Mr. Robot season four. It is the I just finished it. it is the, the series finale of the entire show yeah. just aired um, at the time we're recording this, like a, a week or a week or so before. Um, amazing show, highly recommend it. Very dark. Um, it's if for those unfamiliar, it's on USA. It's about a, a hacker, um, but it's so much more than that. It's it's like a mental health. It's also a show like that. Really, it's mostly about mental health. Like it's, it's really, really good, fantastic show. And so it's like the Joker, but a TV show, <laughs> mainly about mental I, health. Honestly, it has like has a lot of similarities to to yeah. Joker, but it's just yeah. it's way better than that. <laughs> yeah. I watched season one. R- Remy Malek from uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, um, star and of Bohemian Bond, Rhapsody, and Bond, and the new Bond. Um, yes. Dale. I, I, wa- <laughs> <laughs> I watched season one. Uh, I never continued season two. I highly recommend it. Season three is probably the best season of the show, but four was really good. My third favorite this year. Cool. Mr. Robot. Mr. Uh, Robot. So we're doing TV shows, right? Yeah. So number two is a tie. <laughs> the kill docu the killer docu series. Conversations with the killer by Ted Bundy. Oh, <laughs> B- yeah. By Ted Bundy. By Ted Bundy. <laughs> I forgot that was written and produced by Ted. And um, also, that was like really early this year. But then I just, mm, I just saw another one called Confession Killer on Netflix, and I want to put them equal because I, they were both as interesting, getting into the minds of a very just despicable people. But Ted Bundy um, actually did some a lot of heinous killings, and it was also just like insane to actually learn about the details of everything he did in that short span. And uh, it was it was well done too with the the, the way they yeah. shot it. It was on Netflix? Yes. Yes. Are we recording? I think we are. <laughs> yeah, we're recording. Uh, okay. I don't I don't like it when you don't have it open. Okay, killer we'll have to read my shows. Okay. And then the the conversation killer is um a show about a um a person who like got uh tried for murder and then they pinned all these like hundreds of murders on him and it was revealed later on that it was all a sham like he only actually did three murders he said he killed a bunch of people and it, they just like didn't do enough research 
And like it was later proven that like yeah no he was definitely not so much evidence against him doing all these murders but they just like pinned everything to him because he would he would uh, confess. confess. But he definitely did three of them. He did three, but he got convicted for those three. Okay. And then everything else, it was just all a sham. Oh my god. But it's like I gotta watch parts. more stuff. Like, I love shows like that. that. Was I gotta watch super more stuff like that. Yeah. And his name is that's cool. Henry Lee Lewis. Does we. What's up? This was a two-way tie for second place. Yeah, they're okay. both 2019. I thought they were both as interesting. Nice. And uh, Henry Lee Lewis? Yeah, was the second guy. Okay. So, watch it. Confession Killer. I have, it hasn't been getting enough of a of a bounce on on social media. I haven't heard anybody <laughs> talk about it. No, I haven't heard about this. It, it's not new, though, right? It is. It is? Oh. Oh, maybe I'm wrong? I think it's been out for a while. I think that's why. It was 2019, right? Oh, is it? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I think it is. I don't know. I don't because I th- I thought there was another show called something with like the confession. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was new. If not, then it's just Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I really don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, Seinfeld I for me. Up. Also, I watched a lot of Seinfeld this year. That's my favorite new show. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if that's r- I'm sorry if it's wrong. I'm sorry. No, you're right. It is. Okay, so Brandon's wrong. Well, I said I didn't know. <sighs> Thank God, Brandon's wrong. <laughs> There's a show called uh, The Confession <laughs> Tapes on Netflix. There you go. That's why. And that's uh, 2017. Okay. Okay, so this is like actually brand new. Came out in November. Okay, my number two. <laughs> <laughs> my number two. Oh, Henry Lee Lucas actually is his name. Okay. Go. I think I'm going to say Big Little Lies season two. Nice. For number two. I don't think it was as good as season one, but it was as right. much. It was fun. It was mm. just like very yeah. fun. Yes. I you had mentioned this to me earlier today, Brandon, and I kind of forgot about it just yeah. because mostly because it got shit on by everybody, by like a lot of people. But I did enjoy I it. Just, I really did yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. I just I, I don't watch that show for deep plot. I just mm. want to I want to watch these actors that I really enjoy just talking to each other and, and getting upset. Yeah, it's phenomenal acting. Um, love Nicole Kidman. The moment where Meryl Streep puts the necklace around her chin. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Just it, was a, it was a good show. This season wasn't based on anything, right? Is that what right. it was? Okay. Uh, the, the author wrote it, though. The author did yes. write it, though. Okay. Right. Did you like it, I Dave? like George R. R. Martin. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what won't be making it. Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. No fucking way. way. Damn, number number two. And you know that would actually would have been a good pick for like least favorite or most disappointing, but it's definitely leaving Neverland now because I forgot about it. That's your least. Yeah, but we're not there yet. But yeah, without question, <laughs> it's miserable and unproven. <laughs> <laughs> waiting wow. to see the other documentary. Yeah, we, yeah, which is probably out already and getting no publicity. Okay, Taj. Number two for Danny is Chernobyl. Mm. on hbo did you watch it dave i know brandon did. didn't see it didn't see a lot of tv don't Bra- watch a lot of tv <laughs> brandon told me to watch it for a long time it took me like a few weeks to like finally just sit down and watch it incredible television chernobyl um it's a mini series yeah right um all about uh terrible tragedy of chernobyl and what i didn't know is how it was on pace to end the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. what? It, the, the things that you don't know yeah. about what happened. Like, we crazy. just kind of know about it happening. But, yeah. Like what actually happened. It was going crazy. to destroy the world. Like, what? like it was nuts. The Chernobyl disaster. Like, it was it, a horrible nuclear disaster. And there's a lot of yeah. other documentaries right now out there about like people that actually like live there. Like 
in the in the region and like the animals and the research that they do out there it's it's insane it's yeah. a very endlessly fascinating topic yeah it was quite the disaster and like it just shows how like it made it seem like it could just pretty easily happen like it, it was yeah. it was scary yeah, like scary. watching that like it was it was nuts but it was unbelievable television great acting um yeah yeah fantastic hbo it's on tv chernobyl uh choice damn <laughs> Noble. Okay. Um. So I don't really watch TV. So my number one was one of three shows I saw, which was Big Little Lies season two. I saw it. I saw season one <laughs> and two all at once, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun, like you guys were saying. I was trying to hold my tongue, not say too much, but love Nicole, love Reese. Reese freaking out is like great. Any scene with Reese and Meryl Streep was great. Yeah. Laura Dern is amazing. Amazing. She gets to freak out. It wasn't a great ending, actually. I thought the ending was a little cheap. Yeah. Like the last episode specifically. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess I kind of think of it as one series like one, or one big thing, one big little thing. Um, I liked it. It was enjoyable. A lot of bad parts about it, but hey, I can't really choose anything else, right? Because <laughs> I didn't watch anything else. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. Okay. Well, similarly, I held my tongue. My number one is Chernobyl. Yeah, cool. Um, I figured. Stellan yeah. Skarsgård, uh, like one of my favorite performances ever in a show. Mm-hmm. Stellar. Uh, stellar Skarsgård. Stellar performance. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm a just, pretty good impression, right? Yeah. Stellar uh, performance. There haven't been many shows where I felt like at both, like you're, you're getting so many things. Like the, you said, the acting is so good, but also learning something, but also terrifying, like terrifying. Yeah. And not just because of the topic, but how it's shot. Like it's just, it's ev- like this, the episode where they go underneath into the water. Oh like, yeah. Like so scary. So scary. Did it, that feel anything like deep blue sea? Very much so. Stellar Sarsgaard is also in that. Is he in that movie? Yeah. I love that guy. Is that true? Yeah. He's in that movie. In in uh, the one with Samuel L. Jackson, I believe so. I love that guy. He's, he's like the he's like the scientist in that. He's always one oh, of my favorites. I think you're right. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love him too. I love him. He's in Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. I was just gonna say, I love him. <laughs> I wish he was my. I wish he was one of three of my dads. <laughs> one of three of my potential dads. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dan, you're number one. Danny's number one. Television. 2019 is Succession season two. Oh, I knew it. Oh man, I've seen the pilot twice. I, I wish <laughs> I saw it. God, I, so you guys haven't watched the show at all? I've seen no, the pilot I don't watch twice. TV. I don't watch TV. Dude, Succession. I watch one show a it's year. It's about like a billionaire media family uh, and like the dynamics within the family and trying to take over and take over the business. And the the first season's more about like them trying to take over instead of him because he's sick. And the se- this new season is not. It doesn't go into that stuff as much, but the second season was even better. It's, it was definitely my favorite TV that, that I watched this year. It was amazing. And there's a Colkin um, on it. Yes, yeah. Karen. Oh my God, great character. Yeah, he's uh, he's just like a rich asshole. They're all rich assholes. Previously, but, he was he was yeah. Fuller, right? Yeah, that's true. He's Fuller in the <laughs> yeah. Home Alone movies. Yeah. So Dan, my history with my favorite HBO shows are all of my favorite HBO shows. I've had to watch the pilot multiple times before I loved them. The Wire and Six Feet Under. I both. How many times? Three Ten times. Really? To continue the show. And really? Yeah. And I've seen the Succession pilot twice. So third Man, time. It's. I think you'll love it. 
Dave, I don't know. I don't really know what you're into anymore. I like um, fighting. Is there fighting in family? Yeah. Bitter, oh, yeah. Bitterness. Constant, bitterness. Constantly. Yeah. My favorite kind it's of thing amazing is like show. delusion and bitterness. Yeah. There's tons of that. It's amazing. Drama, family. It's, yeah, I like it. It's the um, McKay is the creator. Of oh, the I don't show. see that. That makes um, me not, not want to watch it. Did you like uh, Big? Um, no, I didn't. Big Short? Nah. It's very. It's like very Big Short-ish. It, well, the fir- that pilot didn't feel like that at all. I don't like it Big Short. It felt a lot more serious than the Big Short. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. It, I don't it, like it's, Vice it's, really either. It's a lot more serious than the yeah, Big Short gets silly. It's not trying to be funny like that. The one guy that's in Big Short no. is one of the main characters in the show. Steve Carell. No. <laughs> He's like the Bale. guy that works for the, the, ven- the venture capital firm. Never mind. Uh, yeah, that was my favorite. Uh, let's show any other quick highlights. I have like one other show that yeah, I wanted to mention. Let's hear highlights. Um, for me, what was close to making my top three, but no cigar. Barry season two mm. was amazing this year. Not watched. Got amazing. Chappelle Hader mentioned it on my last year's show. Right. Like that. Cause that first season, the second season was also great. Yeah. Great show. Huh. Um, I wanted to mention the final season of Veep. Great. Cool. Oh, it was this year. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, you know, one of the best, but it was, the Oh, end I loved Veep. Uh, Top Chef. I forgot about Veep. Yeah, it was great. Top Chef Kentucky. This was great this year. <laughs> and uh, Mandalorian would, was my number four. I know. That's on my list. I haven't watched really it. Good. Yeah. Oh, I, I, want, yeah. I wanted to mention Killing Eve season two was this year, okay. too. Killing Eve is a cool Didn't show. watch it. Oh, and I want to just, we should say the word Fleabag, because everyone, it's everyone's like favorite show. Why do you know? I haven't watched it. None of us have watched none it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. None of us have watched Fleabag. Everybody's oh, talking honey, about I've it. Seen the, I've seen the one woman play. <laughs> is that true? I saw like 20 minutes of it at my <laughs> theater. I should probably start watching TV next year. Maybe. Oh, like four years after we've TV, been telling you to? TV is well, I used to watch more. T- I used to only yes. watch TV as a kid, and you guys watch more movies than me. Yes. And right. now I just don't watch series because it's it's a big investment. TV. And I have like, I, I can't do it. It's been, We've said this already. It's been better than movies for the last few years. I don't think so. It has. TV is unreal right now. I love right movies, now. though. I know. I love movies. You know I love movies. I love movies, too, but TV's a little I'm, better right now. No. It, it is. <laughs> it is. I'm, but I actually, I'm never going to like set like... I never feel that way. I never actually feel like a show is better, but it is more... You can get more out of it. I don't think it's actually better, though. Yeah, the quality... I, I actually kind of... I, I'm falling back in that camp because it's impossible for a show to be that perfect. Like, as, as, like, as like, perfect saying, of a movie can be... Like a whole show cannot be, but what you get out of there's it, more there's more investment and, get and like more, more emotional, emotional, yes, like uh, out of it. Like you can, but there, there's ever even the best shows usually have some like weak parts. Yeah, to there it. are some episodes yeah. of Six Feet Under that are just completely forgettable. But my emotional attachment to that show is probably greater than any movie. Interesting, right? Yeah, okay, because so you spend five seasons with those characters and it gives them a chance to grow. I don't watch shows, but I will watch you them guys, next year. You guys, you guys watch a lot of older movies, though, yeah, right. Me. What I'm saying is, oh, me. Newer TV is better than a lot of newer movies. I don't see that many like great You're movies. Just not watching the right ones, dog. I didn't see that many movies this year. I actually didn't. I didn't see a lot of new movies this year. Ironically, <laughs> like when I looked at the list, I was like, oh fuck, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I didn't see yeah. that. Anyway, let's get into what I think is the worst, worst of 2019. Game of Thrones, <laughs> season six, or is it eight? What I don't even it? know. Eight. I don't. I don't know. I don't Whatever remember. season it was, that was the worst. Yeah, it was the most disappointing for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was fun to do the yeah. the, the podcast portion of it. Oh yeah. But the show itself was I didn't like really. 
And it's even worse for people who follow the show. Right. Like, <laughs> like what you didn't. Yeah. I think in particular, my yeah. least favorite TV is just the night of the second to last episode. Or it was the third to last, because that was the night the Sixers lost on that bounce <laughs> to Kawhi oh, Leonard. Shit. And then I yeah. had to watch that episode, which was terrible. Yeah. So it was just the worst night of TV in the Damn. <laughs> That's really funny. I was, and so there was no way, no matter how good that episode was, yeah. I was pissed. You were pissed, yeah. That was you know, this. What was worse, the Thrones episode or, or that Sixers game? Oh, the Sixers game. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your least favorite TV moment. Yeah, that was my least favorite TV moment. That's really there you funny. Go. Dan, least favorite. I had some bad, actually, some bad TV sports moments. Uh, Indiana basketball earlier in the year, but. Thrones, Thrones is yeah. a good pick. I'll probably pick that, but actually, leaving <laughs> Never, but leaving Neverland, which I forgot about. <laughs> maybe like I hated the way it made me feel. I hated it. And oh, then, the way you make me feel. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna pick Leaving Neverland. Sure. It's trash. But it's like, <laughs> it was better than Thrones. Wade Boggs. It's not even a really greatly made documentary. It either. kind of is not. But I think yeah. what I liked about it was not the content per se, like learning about that, but it was just more so the conversation. And the, I know. I think it was illuminating. Actually, I think it was actually a good thing for me to watch in, in retrospect. So that's why I say it's number three. It just made me feel weird about everything I love. <laughs> but sometimes you need to do that. You get, you have to um, confront confront those things. I guess. Okay, so we, should we go to films now, yeah, or let's go to films? Sure. Films. Films. <laughs> I made a top ten, but I'm not gonna read it. Oh, I didn't make a top ten. I will eventually. <laughs> so I'll just mention, and I also have a huge list of things I still want to see. Uh, me too. I, yeah, I really fucked up this year. I, and I um, did. I made a. I made a, a two movie list of favorite movies I saw this year that didn't come out this year. Oh, nice. Okay, oh, nice. Very fun. That's fun. I right, should have done that. Kick us off, Dave. Um. So my number three. Hey, it's not over to the fat guy sings the documentary about uh, Pavarotti. <laughs> called, oh, called Pavarotti. Uh, directed by Ron Howard. Okay. Oh, Ronnie. You know him. <laughs> <laughs> you know. There's a documentary. I, there's a lot of musical uh, documentaries I saw this year, actually. The Linda Ronstadt one was very... It was it, The movie wasn't well, like amazingly well made, but it was very interesting. Um, and it re-sparked my interest in Linda Ronstadt. There was one called Echo in the Canyon. Was It wasn't that great, but again... It was fun to learn about the music of that time period. It's like the 60s California scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pavarotti, I think, was a well-made documentary and illuminating because I don't know anything about that world. Luciano, Pavarotti. I didn't know. I couldn't even have told you like when he was alive. Right. I was like, is that a modern guy? I didn't know that. I didn't know if he was like dead like in the 50s or, or whatever. <laughs> so I learned everything about his life. Okay. Um, I learned about um, his importance to opera learn a little bit more more about opera itself because of the documentary um it uses it makes good great use of uh found footage and and interviews and stuff so it was just fun it was a fun for me as a music fan to learn about a world of music i don't know anything about mm. so i highly recommend it if you are a music fan which i i've uh heard you guys both are <laughs> <laughs> very cool very pretentious pick by you <laughs> you think I like it. A documentary about Pavarotti? <laughs> yes, that's a pretentious bit. No, but bit. here's the thing. That's the ironic thing. Pavarotti brought opera to the to Dang the lowlifes of America. He would travel like the middle of America with like and play like cl- like uh, 
He was a very humble guy, kind of. I'm listen. I'm sure it was great. I hate this pick though. Why? I, lo- I love this pick. <laughs> I know. I because you know I could have picked more <laughs> obvious ones, but I wanted to pick something that was a little bit more tailored to me and yeah. my own interest. Ugh. Yeah, I like hearing Dave actually like say what he thinks. <laughs> you know what? That's a great point. Yeah, I like. The, yeah, some. Yeah, every once in a while, we Actually, get a, we Dave get a being real sincere for a second. Yeah, we get a real taste of Dave, <laughs> not just you a troll. What? I think I'm usually always sincere. I'm obsessed with bullshit stuff, so <laughs> I'm also aware that it's silly some of my picks. But listen, I remember you three t- is one. I, I've talked to you about this before, so yeah. I love I love this documentary. It's great. My number three, obsessed with it. Got bumped up last night. Wow! Because I rewatched the she Irishman. Got bumped up, ish Irish. I knew it. Oh man, Irishman. Irishman. Tree. Here's the thing, <laughs> and uh, a sentence that is rarely said: the last two hours of that movie <laughs> are incredible. Like, I agree. For some reason, the first hour, uh-huh. similar to the pilot with HBO, even the second time I watched it, I couldn't. I was rewatching it mm. the first hour. I could not jump in. I don't know if it's because it's a lot of like. Um, narration and mm. like quick little vignettes. Yeah. Whereas the second half of the movie, you're actually like in the story and watching it unfold. Yeah. And I think that's the difference for me. Is once you get well, because that's when Al Pacino's character. Well, that's when Al Pacino is introduced. Yeah. Is like but the second hour. The first, yeah, the first part of the movie. It's it's very like like uh, it's all the setup, all set up and and just like methodic putting the chess pieces on the board. And yeah. it's hard to like keep up with the characters and remembering how old they are versus when and you're seeing them. But once you get to that second hour, like holy shit. Mamma mia. Yeah. <laughs> like excellent. Yeah, I felt a lot of emotions when I watched this movie. The, the there's a scene at the end of the movie okay. where they're both in prison. Yeah, and they're so old. I wanted to cry, but also laugh. It was it was like, so funny looking, but it's also sad. As sad. Hell. I was like so. I felt so sad. And then when he has the crutches and he's walking to the bank, like I love that. That's yeah, like my like favorite part of the whole movie. Gut wrenching. Dan, what do you gotta say? I um I didn't hate Irishman. We, we uh, off the <laughs> off the podcast texting. We had like lengthy conversations about Irishman. I you know Dave is Brandon actually liked it more than I thought he would. But are we some, back? Some yeah. technical difficulties, but we're back. We're back. Dave's Dave doesn't like my opinion on the Irishman. That's why, <laughs> he, that's why he pulled to, the plug yeah. on it. Um I don't hate the Irishman. It, it's very long and I've gotten criticized that I'm <laughs> also that I'm complaining that it's too long. But I think three and a half hours in although with one of the movies I have in my ranking, you're gonna it goes yeah. against everything I'm about to say. <laughs> but it's um I don't know. I have a short attention span and three and a half hours for one sitting of one movie, it's it's tough for me. Granted, you know, I have been shows before, um, but I don't normally go more than like three episodes at a time for a show. I'd start to lose interest then. It's rare that like I'll binge an entire season in a day. So my point stands, three and a half hours for this kind of movie, it's a little too long, but it's less about the length with, with the Irishman and more just, I don't know. I didn't think it was particularly interesting. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I mean, I, I couldn't help but compare it to other Scorsese stuff. And I just don't think it's as good as a lot of his other stuff, but I didn't hate it. Um, it's not getting in my ranking. Um, I really like Pacino. I like Pacino a lot. He was probably my favorite part of it, to be honest. I think he was my favorite acting performance, most interesting character. Like his stubbornness at the end is very, you know, very interesting. I'll say that. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's Danny's take on, on sure. Irishman. <laughs> sure. Uh, my actual number three pick for 2019 movies is John Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum. <laughs> <laughs> Parabellum. Dang. 
Haven't seen it. Uh, amazing. Uh, f- fantastic, like, um, fight sequencing and choreography. Like, it's it's incredible to look at, like, the visuals and, like, the how they do it. And Keanu is so great. And it's, if you're an action movie fan, it is nonstop violence. And it's just really well crafted and well done. Um, Halle Berry has, like, a big scene in it where she's, like, fighting with him side by side. And that was, like, a pretty cool, fun part of the movie. And uh, Jason Manzoukas is also yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. It's it's just really cool. It's like a fun universe to like just sit and watch, and it's it's a great it's a great time at the movies. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Um, my number two is The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be your number one. It, it could have been my number one. I really do love it, but um, you know, it's just I know people have an issue with it, and I think there's. Even the de aging thing doesn't always completely work, but to me it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't take away from the actual film. Right. And um what I really love about it is the one, the moment of it, this like the, the actual cultural oh, these three big guys uh Yeah. These like you know, like it's just the last time they're ever gonna make a movie. So I think they have the right to make a three and a half hour movie. Yeah. People well, who are complaining about it, I'm like, they're fucking going to die. That's like, what so it feels soon. like. It feels like it's just like a reflection the, of we're gonna, him yes. looking at life. That makes, yes. That's fair. That makes sense. And the reason why I like it is because it's kind of a slow, depressing, like, move. it's like, oh, like, oh, so all this gangster stuff is like amounting to nothing, basically, which I kind of like about it. It's like more depressing yeah. than like Goodfellas or Casino, which is just more like gets you in that world. It's like, it's really like bubbling with like life and like energy. This one is more like, what's the fucking point? I don't know. Exactly. It, it, well, the two thesis I, statements I think are at the very end of the movie. Yeah. One, when he's talking to the investigators and they're like, everyone's dead. What do you have to protect anymore? Yeah. yeah. And then also when she's talk, he's talking to her, his daughter. Yeah. And, and she's like, who are you protecting us it's from? It's like you made her life you. hard. It was you. You yeah. made her you, lives harder, actually. Yeah. And then the other thing is the friendship and the betrayal of a friend. Like, yeah. the only thing he actually did care about was his one friend, or his two friends, I guess. Yeah. yeah but and he cared he, about Russ so much less than Jimmy, really. I, I love the movie. Yeah. And it's a movie for me, I think, because I, I do love those guys so much. So it was just like, it felt like a big thing for them to actually make the movie. Because I, I remember, like, reading about the that on IMDb. IMDb like years ago <laughs> like in 2009 maybe 2008 yeah. whatever it was it showed up yeah I was like oh it's they're never like gonna make years. this movie yeah. so it was crazy they actually did it and mm-hmm. it's a great moment in cinematic history it was fun it was more yeah. exciting part of the year for movies for me I didn't know about the uh, like the Jimmy Hoffa story really me neither and it me was neither, yeah. it, it was cool to like to learn about yeah. it because yeah. he's always been like a really talked about figure and like right. I, never, I never really knew the story so. I just knew right. the name yeah. honestly only the name right yeah, yeah. I saw the movie Hoffa. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Nice. All right, go ahead. Uh, Brandon. My number two, which I'm going to guess we're going to talk about again, is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice. Something kind of clicked with me with this movie, with Tarantino, even though I've loved Tarantino for years. Uh, I was a little apprehensive just because of it being like a revisionist history movie Mm -hmm. going into it because I was a little... I was a little frustrated that he was going back to that well because I like when he just does his own things. But he w- it gave him a, a palette to do Tarantino things in a very new and unique way. Mm. But I think the thing I took away from this movie the most is 
as much as I love all of his movies, the thing I take away the most from his movies are certain scenes. Is that his like, like, yeah. like there are scenes in Glorious Bastards that are just make that movie my favorite because they're my mm. favorite scenes. And the scene with Leo in his trailer, yes, uh, breaking down. Oh yeah, yeah amazing. And just seeing like an actor on his caliber, dealing playing an actor, dealing with that, it, it, it just so just so great. We're seeing Leo vulnerable because we never really get to see him right that vulnerable. Uh, and I that and just watching Brad Pitt, someone realizing aside from Steven Soderbergh that Brad Pitt is just a movie star and just let him be in a movie. Like yeah, like just put him there and yeah. it will be great. But yeah, I, I love that movie. It, it was awesome. Great it was movie. just outside my, my top three. It was oh, okay. very close. I was close. Edged yeah. Out. What? Edged. <laughs> Thank you. Edged out. Yeah. Edged out. Um, and the little girl, one of the best oh, kid yeah. acting oh, yeah. ever. Yeah. When she whispers to him, that was the greatest acting I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I love uh, I love the scene with, with Bruce Lee, too. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Lee was great. The Bruce Lee thing. Well, all the, like, the, yeah. the, the, the recreating of the old westerns and the old oh, movies. Oh, I love that part, Like, that yeah. stuff is so good. Yeah, and he's still just really good at building tension too. Like when when Brad Pitt's out in the um, it's like the Manson the family, Manson, like yeah. that house, yeah. yeah, like with that that with whole thing, Spawn Ranch, yeah, right, yeah, um, yeah. I loved it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was excellent, great Tarantino film. Um, also related, I watched Jackie Brown for the first time this year. Uh, great movie, my right? Favorite. Amazing movie. My yeah, I've never my seen favorite it. Favorite one to, by him. Real, yeah, you guys have said that before. That's my favorite one. It is really good. Yeah, I, d- I did like it. I probably, I think Inglourious is still my favorite. I just That's love the um, yeah. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. With Max, Cherry, and Jackie. Right. R.I.P., by the way. And Sam. Yeah, that dude died. That's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Robert, yeah. And and Sam Jackson's, it's one of my favorite roles. And a him great too. De Niro performance. Oh, yeah. De Niro's in yes. that, too. Oh, my God. The end with the parking garage. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um. Okay, so Danny's number two for 2019 is uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. There's a recording uh, on the podcast of me raving about it after I just saw it. Um, I know this is one of those things I'm just going to be very alone on, but it was, again, I think I said this also with Infinity War last year on this exact show. Yeah. It was just an amazing culmination of the last 10 it's years. It's like your Irishman. <laughs> All kind your of, favorites getting together. It really is. It kind One of last was. Time. It kind of was. It was so fun, and you know, people, you know, kind of there's complaints about like how the plot kind of makes no sense. But I don't even care about who that. Cares? The only reason I did, like, I just think Infinity War is like a solid movie. Like this, just there was no way for this to be as good because it just feels like the end. Is this the one where everybody dies, or just last year? That was last year. Yeah. So there's a, there's another Avengers that came out this year. Yeah. Yeah. No one part, dies. Part two. Well, this I mean, like, people die, yeah. But not in the way they did last not, time. This yeah. one's called Endgame. There's yeah. a shot of the entire Marvel Universe, every character, every actor fighting on screen. It looks like it, a splash page in a comic. It's I, pretty cool. I was blown away by that. I thought that was really It was a great amazing. theater experience. Yeah, that's and that's all I want from yeah. a movie. I loved it. I want a great theater experience. No complaints. Dave wants a Pavarotti documentary. <laughs> I, I just want a great theater experience. It's two two different people. Yeah, it, it would be probably my number four or five, honestly. Um, I really enjoyed it. That's my number two. I'm uh, not into the. I watched it on Disney Plus stuff. with the the commentary. Oh, nice. Okay. Commentary sucked. It was all about how look at how good we did this for the last ten years. Uh, and I'm not listen. And I'm also not somebody that superhero movies don't need defending. They're the highest grossing movies every year. Or avenging. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, like Scorsese talks shit about it. Like Scorsese that is definitely allowed to talk shit about it. Yeah, that's fine. Also, who cares? And who and who cares? Also, so, uh, yeah. the thing is that 
one, he's allowed to say whatever, and two, like he wasn't even going that hard on it. Right. Yeah. If you like actually read what he was saying, he's like, I'm just not interested in that. I'm yeah. not comparing these movies to The Godfather. I'm not yeah. comparing these movies to like genuinely like smart, amazing films. I like them for the simple reasons. That's why I like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My number one is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice. But it also, I I think, you know, it kind of reminds me of Irishman a little bit, where it's just like, it's like a, a couple generations below. It's the ending of an era. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like right on the cusp of the like of that old sixties and getting into like the late sixties and like and uh, really into the seventies. Like yeah. they're they're leaving the sixties and getting into the seventies, and like Leo and and Brad are like they've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. So they don't. I mean, they're also not as ancient as like Pacino and Pesci and De Niro. But there's a certain kind of like they've been around for a while. Like they're kind of looking back to. The movie's looking back on like 50 years ago in our film history, but also those guys are literally looking back in their careers right. as people. So it's like it's, it, they do kind of remind me of them. There's like there's like a great bond in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they never turn on each other. They're they, always, but they never turn on each other. That's the I difference. love that. I love that. It's like they're just friends. There's something. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're bros. They, yeah, and that was a fun. Also a fun. Oh. We, it's a big event when Tarantino has a movie coming out. So yeah. that was another fun thing about this about this yeah. movie year was it it definitely about it. it definitely met the hype. I think yes, yeah, yeah like it was it, great. It, it really it did. was really there great. was a, a, yeah. a, again more like shitty fallout in the in the discourse about it because of like Margot Robbie's role and how she didn't have enough speaking parts. But right, like, uh, oh right, uh, yeah, that's true. Which is in the, the Irishman literally had the same exact thing. Where exactly. Zonif, and. I, I think that's definitely fair, but also it's uh it's not really I don't I don't know it's not what the movie was about it's not what the movie's about and I don't think it sh- really should take away from the movie right. itself that's why I think it's annoying that there has to be that discussion every time yeah um a lot of feet though <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah tons <laughs> a lot of, of feet a lot of feet. tons of Tarantino I, feet. I, I he's leaning into it yeah I, also, I mean I don't know if I think he's like leaning into it I said it was a joke and someone went hard against me like. Come on, it's not a joke. You know he loves feet. It's like I guess you're right. I don't have a foot fetish, but the way he was using like a dirty feet in that scene was like seemed so funny to me. I I think he's like that. I almost thought it was like a self aware thing, but I, maybe exactly. it's not. I you know what? I, I never thought about that. I agree with you. I think I'll, he's I'll rubbing it, it in everyone's yeah. face, like, right? Yeah. Like oh, you, you know, I like feet. Here's a really dirty foot. Exactly. It doesn't look desirable in any way. Exactly. I, yeah. Anyway, so I love that movie. It was exciting. It was fun. Yeah. There's I will say. There's tons of movies I wanted to see that I'm sure maybe I would have liked more than both those movies. Right. But those were the two movies I was really excited about and saw. Right. So that's why they were one and two. Yep. My number one is The Lighthouse. Cool. Um, oh, you mentioned this to me I've recently. Not, I've not personally seen a movie since Phantom Thread that got me so excited. Like, I just had the best time. I don't know what this is at all. I and, and I I fully recommend you do that. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't yeah. know anything. I just watched it, and I'm obsessed with that movie. Do you know what this is, Dave? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, you saw it's it. It's a great movie. Yeah. I don't know what it's about. I don't. I don't know anything. I don't know who's in it. I know nothing about this. Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. All right, I'm out. No, <laughs> no, no. It's 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 amazing. I'll see it. Sure. It's um. Is it like Oscar buzzy? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I only see movies that are Oscar buzzy. <laughs> I mean, it's black and white and in square aspect ratio. Okay. Yes. Oh, cool. Okay. It's, I'm in. It's it's. Uh, 
I, I, I just love that. I, I laughed just like yeah, Phantom yeah. Thread. Like I feel like when I was in the theater, people like didn't understand that it was allowed to be funny. Yeah, and it was also just because of how like when you read about the like Defoe and Pattinson how they approached like the rehearsals and mm. the acting, like it really just became from their like chemistry. And uh, I just I I had a really great time watching that movie. I didn't want it to end. I wanted to keep going. It's definitely my top ten. Okay, uh, Danny's number one movie of 2019 is Spider-Man: Far From Home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, for similar reasons, it was somehow even better than the Avengers movie. I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how good and how fun and how funny it was. I was blown away from start to finish. Jake Gyllenhaal, there's a huge twist in it in the middle. It, I love the Spider-Man character. I've been a huge Spider-Man fan for a long time. This movie was maybe the best, probably the best Spider-Man movie of all of them, including Tobey Maguire's, and like I'll, I'll say that right now. The only one amazing. I would put above it, because I'd love this movie too, was Into the Spider-Verse, I think is the best Spider-Man oh, movie. Oh, man, that was really good too. Was that this year? I think it maybe was last year, but I don't know. Spider-Verse this year? That movie was amazing, too. Yeah. I love that also. Uh, but yeah, this is my favorite. Um, Joan Hall's great. Just another great Marvel. And we were all in a panic that they were, uh, Marvel was going to lose him. I know Dave included. Dave was really panicking <laughs> about it. We were going to lose Spider-Man to uh, whatever Sony. Apparently, he got drunk and like called them and convinced them. Like He's like, no, I want to be a part of this. Really? Yeah. That's, that's the story? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Something like that. I like him. I Tom, uh, whatever. Tom uh, Brussels. Hilst Hiddleston? That's not his name. Holland. I don't even think it, it might It's Holland. Is it Tom? It's Holland. Tom Holland. It is Tom. I couldn't think of it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, movies on the outskirts. You guys yeah. want to just list some real quick? Yeah. Uh, uh, Lighthouse would be one for me. And there's ones I forgot. I've got, I've got a though. few that were I close. forgot to write. I didn't write anything down, so I forgot. All right. I go ahead. You, you got list some stuff. Them. So, okay. I could, I'll just go from 10 to 3. Because I did make a top ten. Okay, let's see. Oh, us is us as well. Oh, I didn't see that. Need us to see it. I want to yeah. see it. Okay, I put Joker at ten. Okay, <laughs> I hated, uh, no, Joker sucks. <laughs> you, you hated Joker it. Joker sucked. You think it sucked? Well, it I don't sucked. think it sucked. You know, I, it I, didn't I, I like suck. Joker. It was a movie that's like easy to hate, kind of. So I made maybe like I hated it more. But it was annoying. I think. I think it was a kind of an annoying movie. Uh, that's fair. It's a fake. It's a fake good movie. It's a very polarizing. Like yeah. people like it's. It was an interesting one. We're like bipolarizing. And then I put Knives Out number nine. Knives Out was oh, great. I really nice. want to see Knives Out. I can't you, wait. You guys should see it. Knives I can't Out was wait great. To see it. up there for me. Daniel Craig, amazing. Uh, Hustlers number eight. I love Hustlers. I really want to see Hustlers. Really Hustlers see was great. Messed up. Haven't seen it. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, is number see it. seven. Messed up. Messed up. The only Fast I haven't seen. Uh, Booksmart number six. Oh, great. Yeah, Booksmart. Booksmart was. Did you see it? No, I don't it care was about great. comedies. Ah, Booksmart was great. Number <laughs> number five, and I ver again very close to entering top three territory. Jojo Rabbit. You guys got to see Jojo oh, Rabbit. Oh, need to see it. Yeah, Fantastic yeah. movie. Uh, honestly, really like uh, really really good. I think you like Jojo Rabbit, Dave. No, I know, I know. I it's very very good. Taika, yeah. he, YT, YT, he's amazing. Very funny. I also a show I watched this year. What we do in the shadows. Right. I watched both seasons. Very funny. And then I have a bunch that I wanted to see. <laughs> But go ahead, Brandon, if you have any, any more you guys want to mention, any movies? Um, well, I was going to say, uh, my number four probably is Ad Astra. I love that movie. Oh, nice. Oh, I didn't get, that's another really one, good. too. That's on my list. Was it good? Another slow burn, but I really, really liked it. I have to. It's, I really um, want to see my it. It's only one, theaters for a short time. My number one movie I wish I saw is Parasite. Also on my list. And really want to see Parasite. My top three movies that I saw this year that did not come out this year are... Uh, <laughs> 
number number three was Mamma Mia. I uh, saw it for the first Great. time this year time. with Dave. <laughs> Love that movie. Okay. Really amazing movie. Number two, The Color of Night. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Very true. And then number one, Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves? Yeah. What is that? Oh, my God. It's the best movie I've ever seen. Who's in it? Uh, uh, Ice Ice Cube's son, uh, Paul Paul Schreiber, pa- Pablo Schreiber, uh, 50 Cent. It's a heist movie. It's basically Heat, but made with like less oh my prestigious God. actors. That sounds great. And it's incredible. Oh, and Gerard Butler is the cop chasing them. Okay. It's, it's a terribly good, bad movie. The worst movie I saw this year that came out this year was Glass. Oh, oh. <laughs> Glass was so stupid and bad. Because and cause here's the thing. The one before it, the... Um, Split. Split. Split wasn't bad. Split was kind of a cool movie. I like Split. Glass, the sequel, also... <laughs> this is a spoiler. It's a sequel to Unbreakable, also. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan. He had us for a second. It was like he was good again, and then he was shit again. Right. Oh, was, worst it, movie I saw this year was Serenity with Matthew McConaughey and <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Did that come out this year? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave, um, what else do you want to say? Oh, sorry, some movies that I saw this year that were great: uh, Wild Nights with Emily, with uh, Molly Shannon. That was really fun. It's about Emily Dickinson. It was a fun movie. Um, High Life was interesting. It was cool. With Robert Pattinson as well, and uh, Loose was a cool movie. It's kind of slept on, and Star Wars was was whatever. Oh, you saw Star Wars? Yeah, it was okay. It was so, yeah, so we haven't, me and Brandon haven't seen the new Star Wars yet. Our expectations are not that high. Yeah, but I think it'll be. I think it'll be good. I think I'll like I'm it. I'm expecting to hate it. Um, I still want to see Toy Story Four. Right. I didn't mm-hmm. get to see that. I want to see Honey Boy. Oh yeah, honey. Shia, I, there's like, there's, Shia is back. I want to see. I want to see the Shia LaBeouf movie. There's movies I think. I know. I, I haven't seen. I still want to see. Un- I gotta see Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems is like number one for me. 1917. I want to see Little Woman. Little Women. Want to see that? I don't, see it. I, you guys want to see Little yeah, Women? Yeah, I saw. I saw a bit of it. It looked awesome. Really? Right? Yeah. Gerwig is great. Um, Jumanji: The Next Level. I want to see. Definitely. <laughs> Frozen Two. No. <laughs> Ford vs Ferrari. I kind of want to see. Yeah, I would watch it's it. Matt Damon, so I'll watch it. Ad Astra. I want to see Zombieland double tap. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Rambo Last Blood. Me too. Because I've seen all the other ones. Yeah. Uh, Good Boys. Don't care. Uh, that's the Seth Rogen where the kids are cursing. I want to yeah, see that. I don't care about that. I want to see Lion King and Aladdin. Don't care. No way. <laughs> Midsummer, I didn't get to see. Uh, I want to see that. I want to see that. I want to see Midsummer. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black International. No. I would watch it. Dark Phoenix is the X Men movie. It's supposed to be terrible. Uh, Rocket Man, I kind of want to see. Elton nah, John. Wasn't, nope. wasn't great. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Not great. Brightburn. It's okay if I don't see that. I kind of wanted to see that. It's about uh, like no. a kid superhero, like, no. but it's like a horror movie. Yeah. Us. Uh, Alita Battle Angel. I kind of want to uh, see. Uh, and then uh, Lego Movie Two. I also want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see all these. These are all, most of these are like plane movies. If I'm on a plane, I'll watch it. Mm. That's it. Okay, Dave, you have to go. Yes. <laughs> uh, the worst movie I saw this year, I think, was the Ted Bundy Netflix. The, oh my god! The I one forgot with, we watched that. The one with Zac Efron. The one with Zac Efron. The fictional one was really bad. Oh, oh my yeah, god. I forgot about that. Did that come like out this year? Extremely close and shockingly vile. Yeah, and the the funny thing is, it's the same director who did the documentary that was re- great. Yeah. So this is a weird thing. I know to that's do. not the name of the movie, by the way. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what it's called, but it was stupid. <laughs> extremely vile and shockingly close. Right. Oh, me and Brandon also tried to stay up one night and watch Conspiracy Theory, and we couldn't do it. 
Oh, okay. don't get me started on <laughs> movies from the 80s and 90s I've watched in the last three weeks. Yeah, I've watched a lot of stuff, too. All right, so we'll, yeah. we'll pause for now, and we'll, uh, we'll be back. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yep. <sighs> We're back. We're back. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> we just took a 12-hour nap, yep. and then, or however <laughs> long. However long it was. Yeah, so Danny and I saw uh, a cut Uncut Gems last night. Yeah, <laughs> after we recorded, we went to go see Uncut Gems while Dave went to some party. <laughs> uh, it was it was good. It was I, a pizza party. <laughs> <laughs> I went to some pizza party. So well, I don't think it would crack my top three. Right. So we we already went through our movies of the year. It is not entering either me or Brandon's top three, but, but it was solid. I, I like it better yeah. than Ad Astra. So maybe my number four. Okay. Um, let me look at. I'd also want to watch it again. I was very uncomfortable in the theater. I was in the front row, and there was a man next to me whose arm was budging me. <laughs> really? Yeah. I would put it number seven, I think, on my list that I made. Oh, okay. Christ is top ten, though, for sure, right? Definitely top Definitely ten. Definitely top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to make an addendum. I remembered a movie that I saw this year <gasps> that I like better than Pavarotti. Oh, <laughs> oh. Dan, Dan's gonna be happy. Can you believe it? Well, I can't. It's is gonna it, be. The is it another doc? Placido Domingo <laughs> documentary. Oh, well, close because it is a great singer named Bob Dylan. Oh, oh. his documentary came out. Nice. He's kind of like the fourth tenor. <laughs> I hate uh, this pick more. <laughs> no, it's great. It's a I really it's another watch that one. Martin Scorsese picture. <laughs> oh God. Um, no, but actually, this a, it's a documentary about my personal favorite. Uh, era of Bob Dylan, like the mid-70s when he was doing the Rolling Thunder Review and going on tour with some of his best buddies. And uh, this documentary, is it blurs facts and fi- fact and fiction. Like they deliberately put in stuff that's not true. Oh, really? Which is why I think I love it even more. That's, that actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and Dylan is hilarious. Like He's just saying like the craziest things. Like One tidbit is that he said that he was wearing a lot of face paint during that tour, and he said the reason why he was doing that was because he saw Kiss one night <laughs> and got inspired by Kiss to start doing face paint. Oh, my God. <laughs> awesome. That's um, good. But there's a lot of great interviews. Like Some of them are real, like the real band members of the time period, but a lot of it is fake. But they don't tell you it's fake. It's just you – if you – you could probably watch the whole documentary and – not know, know what's real that it, it was that they're misleading you because they, they never say hey we pulled one on you at the end yeah i only knew because an actor who was in uh, named michael murphy who, who he he like played the same character as he does in a um uh robert altman movie oh okay and i want to see that movie uh the, yeah the, you should check it out you would you would, what is, you what would is, enjoy it what is it right. called what is it called? Um, Bob Dylan, Rolling Thunder Review, something or other. Okay. It's on I'm Netflix. Sorry. There was a joke that passed by that I wanted to say, but okay. I didn't want to interrupt you because I was enjoying what you were saying. Okay. But you said, uh, you know, the band, the time period, and I was like, is that like when Jefferson Airplane changed their name from Airplane to Starship and the time just dropped, period? Get it? Like the time period? And then they went the time? Nice. There's a cool, there's a little thing there. I, I'll listen to this joke off, off <laughs> again. I just, I just didn't understand it, but I'm sure I will. The time period chuckle. is the band before they were the time. The time. Yeah. And they dropped period. the period. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. More stay in the time period. Yeah. The time period. It's, fu- it's funnier when you have to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> it actually is. I am laughing more now. So, 
anyway, yeah, that was better than Pavarotti, but Pavarotti is now number Pavarotti. four, so close to three. It's Pat Verotti. <laughs> Pat Verotti. Um, that's how you pronounce it, by the way. Pat Variety Show. And um, if you're Italian, Dan, if you're Italian, you could really appreciate it. So that's uh, that's why I did. <laughs> you're not Italian. I know, but I'm Italian. Brandon's more Italian. Are you more Italian than Dan? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Oh. I'm only like a quarter, I think. I thought you were like Portuguese for some reason. I have a little porch porch in so me. So it's only a little bit. A porch? Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. So you're mainly Italian. Mainly Italian. A little Irish too. Oh, I'm mainly I have a uh, Puerto Rican. <laughs> I have a uh, I'm heavy like bulk. I'm actually heavy bulkin, I found out. Really? Yeah. Recently. You are you are bulking up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm heavily bulking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm heavily bulking. Bulk. Yeah, and more, more ways than one. More um, ways than one. Hmm. Uh, maybe you should stop bulking. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Need to lose a lot of weight. Maybe you should stick to lightly. It's bulking. okay. Dan had unfried chicken last night for dinner. Yes, I did. I did good. I was a good boy last night. <laughs> yeah. I had roasted chicken and broccoli. It was yeah, good last night. Good. Okay, let's get back. Let's get back into the list. Yeah. So, do we want to do podcast or personal? Pod or personal? Let's do personal. Okay, personal, personal first. Yeah. Should we end with personal? Well, we're on a podcast. Okay, okay, you're right. Pers- personally, I think we should end with podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Let's okay, do personal. Fine. Personal. It's not what I wanted to do, but yes. Sure. <laughs> so I'm number three. All right, we want to do podcast? Let's do personal. Okay. Um, ahead, number three for me, the personal achievement of the year <laughs> for me was I was forced into getting a new car. <laughs> and it's a nice car. <laughs> this is kind of Dave in the life territory. So, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I was saving up money and got a new car. Now, like, my one car broke, and I had I was forced into getting a new car, which is great, though, because it's uh, hopefully yeah. it will last for four to five years. Toyota? Toyota. What was Corolla. it before? It was a PT Cruiser. Oh, I was man. so it's sad classic. I couldn't get the PT again a classic, third time. Third classic one. Cruise. And it would have been older than the other one. Yeah, because they're, they're really retro now. I think they stopped being made in 2010. <laughs> So, um, number one for Dave is going to be like Christmas Day, like, <laughs> like, like a holiday. Uh, <laughs> a personal moments. Uh, new car, no new car, and I was going to say slash new crib, new car, new crib. Oh, okay. Do, can I do two news? Yeah, two new, new C's. car, new crib. Sure, that's big for you guys. New car, new crib, a lot of space. Yeah, uh, a lot of basement, a lot of controversy, <laughs> a lot of C. Yeah, big C. That's the third new cri- controversy. <laughs> that's the third new C. Um, and uh, the fourth new C is a new cologne. No, I'm saying I'm a new cologne. I'm a new man okay. because of the All new right. house and a new crib. You didn't have a kid. I mean, a new uh car. Okay. No, there's no. There is a new cologne, but that's coming later. Nephew. Jeez. Yeah. Well, yeah, but now you're spoiling my thing. Uh. So, Brandon, what was your number three personal favorite moment? Uh, my number three personal. Favorite moment. Um, Can you hand me my alcohol? Spike sales. Um, so I, I sold a bunch of gear. <laughs> that I is that uh, your is that your three? That's my number three. Yeah. How much gear did you sell? A pretty good amount. Like I, I sold a bunch of stuff that I was like relying on uh, to make music rather than actually writing a song. So like, like cool. things that I was like like getting obsessive over to distract myself from actually like writing music. Okay. So rather it was more like making mm. sounds. Like I sold my modular stuff. Yeah. I sold my LP one. I sold stuff that like I have interest in, but like was distracting me, and I needed to change the way. Interesting. That okay. uh, I I approach things going into so, the new so, year. I mean, 
So it was a two two pronged. One, you made money, but two, you're yeah. It wasn't you, about the money. It was about it was about oh, the distraction. Damn, it was you couldn't a, just put it in the closet or. <laughs> oh wait, I can like use this like later on if I need if I want to. Yeah, no, it doesn't work that way with me. <laughs> Dave could have used it. I could have used it, you know, for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I mean, I made a lot of money off of it, so, a couple thousand dollars, but. It's cool. not about the money. Money's not an issue. <laughs> Money's never been an issue. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Uh, yeah, so I just, uh, you know, it was just a, a, a drastic decision that I made. Has it Those helped? Are always good. Do you think it's helped you focus so far? No, it hasn't done anything yet. But uh, I also okay. haven't, like, I, but it's also pretty recent. So, so like, it's money. Okay. It re- so it is. It really was just money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's cut to the chase here. <laughs> It didn't do what you intended, but you got a couple thousand bucks. Right. Yeah. Great. That's good. I mean, I didn't make $1,000 from selling anything this year at all. No, listen. I've got a game plan. Okay. You know, for like three years from now. <laughs> 2023. Okay. All right. Danny's number three uh, top personal moment of 2019 was uh, Nashville weekend for Lucas's bachelor party. Great time. Sure. Yeah. Right? I had a blast. No way. It was Lucas's best man. I did a lot of planning uh, for this. It was mostly mostly outsourced planning. I asked, That's cool though. But I feel like we we had a good time. Yeah, great it was, time. It was very fun. Yeah, I the, was gonna, um, Yeah, I brought that up the other day. I was like, that was so much fun doing that with you guys. Yeah. Um, great, great city. Great karaoke. Yeah, just some great karaoke. We dance. We we went off the beaten path, which yeah. was the right call. Uh-huh. Like instead of like the the downtown Nashville thing is fun for a little bit. But it's. Um, I loved doing everything. Yeah, yeah. It, yes. to get a sense of what the people do yeah. do. Yeah, it would have been annoying to do that the whole Only. time. Only that would have been. Yeah, it would have been annoying. Right, like the Vegas ish. Yeah, um, I love the part Vegas-ish. of Vegas. Too. Like the Vegas pop country bands just nonstop. It was. It was too much. The that, song we heard the most in the wild was "Party in the USA." Yeah, and "Save Strangely. a Horse, Ride a Cowboy." Yeah, heard it everywhere. Strange. We Those did not songs. hear "Old Town Road." No, one we didn't. Time. That was, yeah, which aside is aside so from when we played it. Yeah, right. It was very weird. We says did a lot. Um, says, says a lot. lot. Me and Dave made the um, uh, butt rock like power hour. Like uh, oh, that was fun. The um, yeah, yeah, like southern rock power hour. Yeah, yeah, and country ish. Yeah. Oh man, it was a blast. We ate a lot of food, and I yeah. got real sleepy at points. Yeah. And it was my first time in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, my second time. Dave's second time. Brandon, you been there before, too? No. no. I lived in Asheville. <laughs> lived in Ash. My mom did believe I lived in Nashville for the first, like, eight months I lived in Nashville. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> did you tell her that, or is she just misunderstood? She, she misunderstood. <laughs> Brandon, That's pretty good. Brandon had a really big pop country band in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did really well for myself. <laughs> That's my number three. Okay. There was a girl named Melissa who was our singer. What? That's just a joke. They're probably all named Melissa. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Either you're going to say, like, and she turned out to be <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Oh. <laughs> no, I was going to say that she like she Famed. loves country and has like a twang, but she's from like like Seattle. <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. And she turned out to be Melissa Etheridge. Um, my number two. Classic films with the American Film Institute. <laughs> this is so funny. I've been watching a lot of classic films. I've been getting through the AFI. Um, my tour guides are the Unspooled podcast. They've been going through the AFI like kind of at a random 
not like through like one not there's no countdown element it's just kind of like at random or whatever uh so i've been watching the movies at random as well and some great classic films that i never saw or or re-watching some films that i haven't you know haven't seen in a long time and now that i'm older i'm a mm-hmm. different generation than i was when i first saw these movies i'm looking at them differently and i'm appreciating different things about them you're not at a different generation I'm in a different generation than I was when I first watched these movies. That's not how it works. <laughs> what do you mean? Our generation, my, our generation never changes. What, what? I'm saying I was in a different generation than myself. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get it. Like I was in my 20s. He's when, just like, saying he's older, Dan. Yeah, I know, but I don't like you saying you're in a different generation. <laughs> no. That's not the right term. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> it's not? No, we've been millennials well, since I'm saying birth. like, okay, uh, forget about millennials. I'm saying like 20s, 30s, 40s, like, you know what I mean? All right. I was like in my early 20s when I saw a lot of these movies. Listen, I get what you're saying. And I'm now just, I'm in my early 30s. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's just upset because we played a game that involved generations last night. Oh, wow. True. Oh, really? Another highlight of last night. Yeah. yeah. Are you... Are you Ter- terraforming Mars. That's my number one personal moment of 2019. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was really great. It was really great. It no, was really- it was a really fun board game. Highly recommend it. I've been wanting any- to play a board game that takes like six hours for a long time. Yeah, and it was all that it cracked up. It to really be. was That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, it was a fun board game. Have you ever played Monopoly? It's like also pretty good. Board game. You may as well play Trouble for compared cri- to this game. For Christmas, one of Leslie's gifts that she got me was Avengers Monopoly. <laughs> Damn, I haven't played it yet. I should have brought it. Nice. <laughs> Anyway, I'm like, I think 50 movies in. So what are you going to do when it's over? Are you going to be really sad? Are they going to keep going unspooled? I don't think so. But what I will do is just watch other movies. Oh, okay. Or not if I was. <laughs> Once you finish, you should watch all the movies that have won uh, the Razzies each year. Mm. No. All the worst movies. You should do no. all Best Picture nominees. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I've heard people oh, do that. Yeah. That's pretty fun. I've always wanted to do that. I would do I would. Do that for sure. It's a actually pretty fun thing to do. Maybe I'll do it's like '80s first or '90s first. Yeah. '80s is is an era of like good movies that like yeah. I'm, I'm that I'm missing. Yeah. I've seen like all like but the also that'll, that'll just give you the picture yeah. of like what the Oscars were like because obviously there's yeah. other movies. But I've never seen Driving Miss Daisy. Same. There's like so many I have not seen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, my favorite personal I think is I said this last night: The Treasure of Sierra Madre. John Huston movie with uh, Humphrey Bogart. It's so dark. It's so good. Um, also saw Double Indemnity. That was great. Uh, mm. Others, I can't remember. High anything. Noon. Right? High Noon High was noon great. Was My great. first, like, I watched uh, that with Dave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun I've one. I've seen that. That's a cool movie. Uh, oh, Sophie's Choice I also loved. Yeah, okay. That's a good one. With uh, Meryl Streep. You're going to see Little Women? She passes out on a library. Are you guys going to see Little Women? Yeah, but yeah, it's not talk- an AFI. Okay. <laughs> we also talked about this, like, 15 minutes ago. Yeah. We mentioned Little Women on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, you chided us for wanting to see it. Oh right. Yeah, you said we're little girls or something like that. For <laughs> I didn't to watch say little that. Women. I know I didn't I say didn't that. Think that was appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna shoot over to Brandon. I like to pick a lot. Uh, my number two is the Nashville uh, Bachelor Party. Damn, excellent. I guess I should have thought about stuff like that. Um, of course you should have. Well, I don't think about watching events. movies. <laughs> Is your well, number two? Just hold okay. your hold your thought. Don't worry about it. Well, you'll see what happens in a minute. Okay. Um, yeah. No. It was it was a good time. Uh, I really enjoyed the off the beaten path karaoke places. We got kicked out of a bar by Santa. Um, uh, yeah. 
that was, was our friend cursed our friend cursed yes there, there was a uh, love shack love shack he, he said, said fucking love shack he said fucking little shack yeah it was the, la- the last song of the night in a bar where you're not allowed to curse like that's like a little smoking karaoke you can smoke you can smoke inside you can you can well you can curse you can smoke you can maybe get a tattoo in there probably <laughs> It uh, was a it was a wild experience. Like it was very drink, fun. obviously. Yeah, uh, my least favorite part about that trip was the drive home. I was not in a good mindset. Oh yeah, I was like very panicked. I thought I was gonna die. Why? Dave had to do most of the driving. I don't know. Was, once I think about it, I can't stop thinking about it. He was he was panicked, but I was like, listen, I'm the best driver, this side of uh, uh, with Mason Dixon. He did a good job. He <laughs> he did a great job. Had to work the next day. Yeah. Didn't sleep. Yeah, had to go like right to work. Went right to work, but uh. We were alive today yeah. to talk about it. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was a really good time. I played some pool in the house. Yeah, um, pool was good. The house was fun. Uh, yeah, like an old. Oh. <laughs> it was an old like old plantation. brothel, I think. <laughs> it was it was literally a brothel. I thought. Yeah, I th- literally a brothel. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. And uh, uh, I had bone marrow there. Right, you like slurped, a, you slurped, and uh, oh yeah, and Down the broccoli, the throat. best tasting broccoli somehow. Oh, the oh, broccoli was amazing. I cannot remember the name of that restaurant, but that, that was, food was so it good. It was so good. good I mean, eats, it looked like I it was, it was you know, in like Flatbush or something. Like it didn't look like it wasn't like a. It's, are we in yeah. Brooklyn? I was yeah. yeah. We were just <laughs> saying that. Are we in Brooklyn right now? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was uh, my number two. Awesome. So that's for Lucas's bachelor party. Do we die and go to heaven? <laughs> I kept saying that. Dan was not into that bit. I kept <laughs> saying, Dan, that like, was, did we die in that Uber over here? This is <laughs> unbelievable. That was also when, you, I think that was also when you came up with the concept of how every year is two years or every two. No. Oh, my God. Oh, that was, that was at Lucas's party. That was at party. party okay, yeah. yeah. Never mind. Forgot about that. <laughs> I still don't understand. I actually am fully on board with that. That now. makes sense. Every year now that we're older is like two years. No, every two years is like one it's year. It's like one year. Right. What, what used years to feel go by like, quickly. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I just I still hate it, but I agree. <laughs> it's like so. Let me give you an example. Uh, it, giant, January and February is like January January of one year. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you do March April, it's like February of one year. <laughs> All right. I I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> okay. So Black History Month is like March and April. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> really. Okay. Of the second Valentine's of the first Day year is yeah. like of a January. two year block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, did you mention guess who? Did you mention oh that? My oh God. yeah, that Un- guess who unbelievable. Too. Okay, listen, for the for the listeners, I highly recommend you try this if you're at all creative. Don't live stream it. Don't like put it out there for the world to see. Why? <laughs> it's like very problematic. Is Problem- it? It could get you don't uh, have to, you don't have to no, actually. I don't think the way we did it was problematic. Um, comedy doesn't have to be problematic to be funny. It's basically we did guess who, but you couldn't ask physical feature questions, only personality-based questions. Yeah, right. Like this person uh, shops at Starbucks, or right. Yeah, or my favorite regular credit score. I remember one that Dave said it was like, okay, did you, did your person um, recently study abroad? They can't stop talking about it. That wasn't <laughs> me. That was like Gerard. Oh, it might have been Gerard. Okay, yeah. bold. Great. Yeah. yeah, very very um, funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bold guy. Dave just described what Gerard. Bold guy. Gerard looks like one of the guys in Guess Who. He yeah. does. <laughs> Richard, I think. Also not a very diverse <laughs> crew. No. Okay. All right. Uh, Danny's, two for Danny. Danny's number two personal moment was my honeymoon with Leslie. Oh, oh yeah. To, uh, oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wowie. 
<laughs> wow. Uh, we went to St. Croix and Miami. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Talked about it on the pod before. Yeah. We talked yeah. about the whole trip on the pod, but yeah. so we don't need to hear it again. Actually, <laughs> our little mini series was a little bit like your honeymoon and wedding, right? Right when I wasn't on the pod, the mm-hmm. late late you to the were game stuff in Saint Croix. It was really relaxing. Miami was amazing. I really want to go back. Miami was really cool. That was some of the best food I've ever had. Also mm-hmm. in Miami, it was really good. Maybe I'll have my bachelor party there. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> and St. Croix was fantastic. Okay. Very relaxing. Yeah. Great trip. Okay, Mel. All right. I'll, or St. Croix. Bachelor party. We'll do <laughs> Miami or St. Croix. Sure. Or both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just recreate Dan's honeymoon. Yeah. We, like a really romantic you guys bachelor will do a party. <laughs> You'll do a puzzle. It'll just be me, yeah. me and you, Dan. We listened to the puzzle. <laughs> it was It was amazing. Did a sunset sale. Dave, can we could do a big sunset sale for yeah. Dave's bachelor party? That would be nice, actually. Yeah. That would I would be like great. to be on a sailboat for my bachelor party. And we could play sailing. One last hill. <laughs> single. <laughs> As a single. One last sail. As a single man. Yeah. yeah, you're a big boatsman. <laughs> yeah. Big boater. Oh, the pirates, life's not for me anymore. Or like, you know, like how the sailors, because they're like that song Brandy, like you my yeah. love is the sea. Yeah. Well, now it's like I'm giving up the sea for the, the woman of my dreams. Great. The woman of my dreams. All right, it's your turn. <laughs> okay, number one is I was like I became a Godfather. Ah. And right before that, I was watching the Godfather movies, <laughs> which also kind of goes into number two because two of those are on the FI. But no, my brother asked me to be the godfather of his nephew. I'm a super hardcore Catholic, so I said yes, <laughs> of course. And it was nice to be asked. It was being, it was, and you know, I'm not married. I'm not in a relationship. I, uh, it, it made me go like, wow, I actually have some kind of a, a, a paternal a role in somebody's life. Well, you're in a relationship with God right now. Right <laughs> now, yeah. Now I am becoming a priest. Uh, <laughs> To be totally genuine, it was a nice thing to be asked. Yeah, that's cool. That's a yeah. responsibility, and and, and you, uh, you're like a figure. Which, which I'm a bro- figure, you know? Which, uh, for who? For Gabe? For Gabe, for Gabe. Okay. What the fuck? Maybe, yeah. Rod, maybe Rod? I don't know. He's not my brother. He's my cousin. Yeah, but you can still be godfather. You can be godfather <laughs> for anybody. I said my brother's child. I missed it. Sorry. Gabe. Uh, no, no. Um, Yeah, Gabe. And uh, Rod was there. <laughs> Rod was actually the godfather, godfather of... The first child. <laughs> so, oh my god! I was second pick, but you know what? <laughs> but I knew, I knew how to get there. <laughs> oh my god! But actually, no. But I, I mean, humiliating. You know, it, it was it, no. But I mean, he's really actually like a Catholic man. Gabe, the um, original idea guy for Dan and Brave presents. He, yeah, he, he was. He, he told us to do board bills. Yeah, he pretty told, much. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So he saved us. Uh, you, and also that that carries over. I'm like kind of like I just have a lot of advice now and wisdom. So if you guys need anything, who's the godmother? Uh, my sister-in-law's sister. Oh, okay. Do you so, get her number? No, she actually has a relationship. Oh, okay. With God as well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it could be he could be the second coming of God. I don't know. <laughs> he's good. a human he's flesh and blood or it could be the uh the omen he could be uh or the opposite yeah anyway godfather dave uh that's cool you guys can maybe i can be a segment on the show like 
I can like Godfather check in. Yeah, or just like you know, like if anybody has any advice they want from me, I can Godfatherly give them. advice. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Godfather knows best, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, uh, my number one is kind of a a split in two, Whoa. one two, but it's it's uh, Dan and Lucas's weddings. Oh, nice. Thank you. Um, Great. Split. No, <laughs> no, that actually is fair. You gonna you gonna give him shit for this? I think one was better than the other. <laughs> oh no! Wow. I'd love to hear which one you thought was better, Dave. Make sure you pick no, the right well, answer. No, I'm only saying yours was better for me because I got to got the front row seat. I was we were bridesmen. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were bridesmen. We were bridesmen. Interesting. You didn't put this in your top three though. I kind of forgot that happened. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, maybe I can put I can I can switch that out. No, for you don't have to. We know how you <laughs> for, feel. For a new car. Your AFI list is a better <laughs> moment for you than my wedding, and like, yeah, uh, that's fine. Or what was the third? What was your number three again? Getting a new car. <laughs> Actually, that's fair. Forcing a, a new car. A new car is Forced a big deal. Forcing a new car. The movie thing has pissed me off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was fun. It was okay. fun. I love movies. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I I you know what? I I guess I. I feel like these moments are too big to put in on a on a list like this. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess I just yeah, I'm, I'm I, I forgot about I'm events. Kidding. Brandon, I would like to hear Brandon, you say more about the uh, talk about the weddings. The weddings. Yeah, I had a, a really great time. Like you know, it was pretty much very similar group of people at both weddings. Like for our like group of friends, and so mm-hmm. it was like a, it was good to have like pretty close together. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Dave said, we were bridesmen. For Dan, yeah, even though we didn't get you know like a, a nice speech, uh, before like he did for everyone else, so oh, man. it had to happen on the oh, pod. I'm gonna mention that in a second. Um, I <laughs> uh, played guitar for Dan for Leslie. Uh, that was very yeah. nice. Yeah, uh, did a song. Did a song. I was very nervous. Um, got very drunk at at your wedding. Um, <laughs> yeah, we all did. Uh. That was a really fun night, and then Lucas's wedding was like a very different experience, like yeah. a daytime wedding, and then we all like went out like forever, and, and we yeah. saw the Billy Joel cover. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was, was going to talk so about that. that yeah. so like that was just like a really fun night, yeah. and then we got Domino's at like you know three in the morning in the hotel. Oh yeah, the we three of us did. That rooftop bar was really yeah. The fun rooftop bar was great. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was just so just you know seeing two of our close friends get We're married. Right. Yeah, so it was a really fun. Both both of them were fun fun times. Yeah. Yes. Dan's a little bit more fun. No. <laughs> no, they're both fun. So yeah, that was that's my number one. Those two things. Great. Dan. Um, Lucas's wedding. At number one. <laughs> yeah, number one is just Luke. Yeah, Lucas's wedding. I uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah, I mean, number one was you know very obviously for me getting married to Leslie. A um, lot of hype, a lot of anticipation <laughs> leading up to it. Um, Including uh, saying that you two were my creative outlet for yeah. <laughs> that moment. Well, we said it on the pot already. We, I think we talked about it extensively, but yeah. we did like a, a groomsman huddle before I got married. And I, I impulsively went around and talked about my relationship with each person. And I, and I lumped you two together. Well, because you started with us. Yeah. And I, so as I, you went on. As it went on, it got better. Like I, I thought of like really specific, like great stories I had with each person with Pit, like Piz and Drew and, uh, and James and. And Lucas, and then with you guys, I said, like, yeah, you guys are, you know, my creative outlet. <laughs> that's also, to skip ahead, we, we always do, like, least favorite yeah. personal moments. That's also my least favorite. <laughs> I really hated really? it. I really hated it. It bugged me that I did that. It's not my, well, my actual least favorite is some health issues I've been dealing with lately that have right. been causing yeah. me a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Very frustrating. But 
Um, but yeah, but the, uh, overall, the whole weekend was amazing. Um, I really, really overthought and overplanned and like for like the music with the DJ. Oh yeah, and he didn't do exactly what I wanted. But then I like in the last hour especially but i looked around and everybody was just having so much fun i was like okay this is this is fine yeah like i like i chilled out a little bit because there were a couple moments where you were upset me, me and leslie looked at each other and like we both she was on my side too like we yeah. were both looking at each other like oh, he's, he didn't do what he said what we said yeah you could the mother- amount of times i heard you say this was not on the list yeah like, <laughs> this motherfucker but ended up being fine yeah everybody had a blast you find him. there was an entire crew uh because it was on 420 there was an entire crew smoking weed outside no yes I don't think so. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't. So, but it made no. me happy. Everybody was having. <laughs> Why? They can't do that. Shut, and I'm still upset <laughs> I didn't get the late night food because I was too drunk. Oh, the late night food was awesome. Should we do some honorable mentions? Any other things you want to talk about from this year? Honorable mentions? Yeah, I would say a couple weddings I went to this year. <laughs> <laughs> a couple bachelor parties. Or just one, I guess. Uh, what? I mean, you guys, yeah. well, you talk about you talk about the move into this house. The move was great. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. Car, same shit. I mean, I already talked about this. <laughs> then they're not honorable. You mentioned them yeah, already. We're done. Um, Lucas's Brandon mentioned already. Lucas's wedding was really fun. Um, specifically the the Billy Joel tribute band. Yeah, that, right. That, night. that was really fun. Uh, yeah, that, I had that was such was a, a blast. blast. It was, we were laughing so, so hard. Yeah, because he did uh, the whole lot of love. He did Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he did Dream On. He ended with it. He yeah. ended with whole lot of love. Yeah, who's ready to rock? Or yeah. he, said well, he like started that. playing piano, man. Right? <laughs> and didn't he like? Or no, he started doing Hey Jude. Right. Yeah. And then he stopped it and is like, No, I want to rock. We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that later. And he never did. He never did. <laughs> really funny. Yeah. Uh, but he sounded exactly like him. Like yeah. It was. It was. It was like seeing Billy Joel. No need to see Billy Joel. Better. You could see this guy for way cheaper. Guess what? Yeah. He sounded better. Yeah. I've seen Billy Joel, and this was a more fun experience. It was better. It was better. <laughs> That's so funny. It was. Yeah. You know what, what was his name? It was free. Um, I don't remember his name. I Chris. Mike. <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it really Chris something? I don't know. I don't know. But he he he's been on tour with Billy Joel before. Right? Yes. He. Plays like backup keyboards. He's like the double. Like when they send a, pre- a double for the president out. They t- <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they did. That. Um, I had. Uh, I know they did that to presidents. Another. Um, I had a really fun weekend where I went to um, a Brooklyn Cyclones game. Okay, did that were we there? No, you guys weren't there. I'm just talking about personal moments, man. Mm. Why bring it up? Why bring up a personal <laughs> moment when we're ranking our favorite personal moments of the year? Is that what you're asking? This is making us feel bad. I got a lot more. <laughs> because uh, it, it, a part of this Brooklyn Cyclones thing was it was like a really good deal. Like you paid. Oh, like, this, is a, this is a Seinfeld thing? Yeah, where we have the uh, Fusilli Jerry. Jerry. Um, it was Seinfeld <laughs> night at at the Brooklyn Cyclones uh, stadium. Um, and you pay one price and you got this Fusilli Jerry <laughs> figurine. That you get a jersey, a hat, and like unlimited like food and drink it was like this unbelievable deal it was like a really fun day i had in brooklyn this year um went to dc for a weekend visited drew with james that was fun yeah Um, now i'm remembering stuff i did too yeah that's what what they're supposed to be (laughs) but it's so hard to remember what you do you know it's like you do it and then you move past that's why you have a calendar and like you can keep track of this stuff (laughs) most people have calendars okay well i have to put it together a podcast power hour to Remember what I did in the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure there were other things, but those were yeah. some, 
some quick highlights. Oh, Dave the- and I did our live comedy debut. Oh yeah, we did a live sh- comedy show. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I did, I did, did not that. go to that. It was on a Thursday. I couldn't go. <laughs> I did couldn't that. come down here. Twenty nineteen, not bad. Yeah, not bad. What's the rating? I said six high six last. Well, time. I was gonna say because our my least favorite. It w- was literally everything else. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh man, that's rough, man. Damn. Yeah, not the best year. Well, I just been getting it all out of my system for 2020. <laughs> I've been having stomach issues ever, and it's all derivative. Uh-huh. I don't know. If that's the right word. From one night I had where I was drinking tequila and Red Bull and threw up all night. Yeah, really. You texted us the next day. We're it, like, <laughs> like, it like destroyed me physically and mentally. Yeah. Like it just Damn. like. Since that night, I've just like had nothing's been the same. No, not really. Yeah. Well, I um, yeah, I started balding. I like started losing my hair. <laughs> so I'm having some physical issues too. I just noticed. Yeah, your yeah, your beard is shedding as we speak. It's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, oh, can we say the or low points? Your low, low no, points was everything else. Just like uh, everything I said, mine else. with when I got sick, like that sucked. My low yeah. point was literally the same thing as last year. Just too busy. I realize, like, I have, I enjoy what I do and I have fun. Yeah. But overall, I don't do as much creative things as I want to, and I'm tired. And I'm working like sixty nine hours a week or something. What need? What needs to happen for you to work a little less? Uh, I just need more money. But I think also I just need to make the leap of just cutting the one job, and then just like figuring it out. Yeah. Push myself because, you know, not getting any younger. Gotta start. It's, you know, I want to spend my time doing more creative stuff and right. more social stuff, too. Yeah. So I feel like my life is, like, just too much built around work. And I'm having a great time doing it. So do the podcast for you guys. Yeah. Do other stuff. Um, but it's too much. It's too much. And it's also affecting my energy levels where my brain is not functioning like it used to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as quick as I used to be, I feel like. Yeah. But uh, that's fair. I think it's understandable why. But I'm also in a good mood, so I don't really... Could be better, could be worse, but uh, 6.8, my final rating. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, really quickly, what I didn't mention before for TV shows, I thought of it in our little intermission, was right, Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, you didn't H- think on of it. On HBO. You didn't think of it. Kelly reminded you of it. Kelly, right. Thank you. Um, amazing HBO show. Probably wouldn't, still wouldn't crack the top three, but it was a great show. For cool. sure. Worth bringing up then. <laughs> Honorable mention. It was an awesome yeah. show. Um, it. It, really funny. I can't wait for HBO yeah. Max. Podcast. We're doing a three for this one too, or just two? We'll do three. Three. We'll do three. We'll, what do you mean? We've <laughs> three or two? Okay, we'll do three. Um, my number three. Maybe try and plug in clips I if don't. you can. Okay. I don't have the actual episode number. I forgot to do that. But it was. I wrote this because it's kind of like. Um, representing the whole mini series as a whole, I said late to the game episode one, very fun. That's when we were starting to do the pod without Dan again. Um, back to yeah. the original. Yeah, you guys enjoyed the pod the most when I'm not on it. <laughs> no, actually, it was a fun to do it like every week and having a specific task, and it got a little tiresome at the end for me a little bit. Just watching the episodes, I didn't have as much fun doing like watching the literal game, game of thrones, thrones episodes yeah. mm-hmm. but it was fun to do something different and uh and something topical yeah uh so that's game of the, late to the game episode one but you guys did not have a guess for that one no it was no. just, just me and brandon okay. and you yeah. were the guest actually yeah oh uh, i called in yeah yeah okay 
great. Yeah, I kind of all of my picks I kind of lumped together like a bunch of things. Like mine. Yeah. My number three is the late to the game series. Just like okay, cool. Nice. Like, okay. Just, I just it was just a fun thing to try and do. It, yeah, it was nice to just like record an episode, edit it, put it out. Like like a, like a quick turnaround. Yeah. Process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, it was fun. That's our, that's kind of our goal for this upcoming season. Is yeah. Like to do things more that way. Yeah. Where we can just record like a couple episodes at a time. Less content. And party. <laughs> and party. And party. Yeah. <laughs> and party. Uh, three for you. Okay. Number three for Danny is, I did keep the episode numbers so okay. that the listeners can go back. Saw that coming. Nobody will. <laughs> Number three for Danny is episode 73 from March. It was Albums, Volume 8, Raven to the Joy Fantastic with Roche. Rave, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I, didn't pick, I didn't pull a specific moment necessarily from that episode, but that whole thing, and honestly more so the preparation <laughs> the prep for it. For, yeah. So, so fun. Yeah. So hilarious. That was my first. It, I talked a lot about in our 2019 Discovery episode, a lot about Prince. That kind of kicked it off for me. That was my introduction to, to really a full Prince album. Yeah. And it was so funny. And, like, there's still so many songs from that album that I'll just find myself, like, I'll wake up and I'll just start, like, humming it because, like, I listen to that so much. Yeah. Like, a, I like tambourine. Yeah. I love that was one of That was <laughs> like, one of my top five great. songs that I listened to of the year. <laughs> I know. Or um, the song Raven to the Joy Fantastic. Um and then the, the really the bad the ones. The one, the, oh my god! And the one with Gwen Stefani, yeah. so bad <laughs> that Dave kind of liked. I like that song. Yeah, I know. And then at the Everyday is Winding Road cover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just that whole thing. I, I really enjoyed it. That's my number three for the year. Cool. My number two was. Uh, hate to make you about me, but it was 2018, a Dave in the Life. Yeah. Episode Power Hour. <laughs> I think because I just uh, had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. And this, the second guessing, yeah, uh, the whole journey of that. Your reaction was so like, <laughs> and you having anxiety about it was my favorite part of it. It was so funny, but it was it a was, fun episode. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, yeah it was great. Um, so that's that was it. The it was also great to look at, back on a on a year that was. <laughs> So, yeah, 2018. Just you listing life. holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. All right. My number two is March Madness, uh, especially because of how it gave birth to the new format. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was, that, fun. that was just a really fun thing to do, you know, putting the covers of, of songs against each other and us discovering a new way to uh, talk about number one hits. So uh -huh. just that whole concept, the tournament. Uh, that was so much fun. Nice. Uh, a blast. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, I... Loved, loved that too. That was so great. Um, DBPS NFM. Uh, number two for Danny though is episode eighty-one from June, Judge Brave Volume One. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> is is Billy Joel cool? Um, I put for a specific moment. I well, I listed a couple things here. So basically, specifically, this is when I first saw the clip of Billy Joel flipping the keyboard. Right. Crazy. Brandon showed it to me live on the show, yeah. and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, like, it was so funny. And so insane that, that that concert that Billy Joel did that like, what, what did he scream? Like you're ruining my show! Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do my show. Yeah. Turn the bucket lights off. Yeah. <laughs> that was off. so funny. Quit and all, the audience. And also, it was our first time like trying out that format. I've personally gotten some compliments that people really enjoy that one, the Judge Brave format, mm -hmm. the debate show. Also, Barn Planet with the gun and everything yeah. like like yeah, so. So funny, Bailiff Barn, 
and I was the judge that one. I kind of like being the judge more than well, this episode hasn't come out yet, but when than being the oh, the lawyer. I hated yeah. being the judge. I like being the judge, kind of like, but we'll get. We're about to release the one where uh, I'm no longer the judge, and I get very pissed. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's number two for me. That was so fun. That was great. And that's number one for me. Judge okay. Brave. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I was. I think I started doubting myself on that one as well. I was like, Brandon's is a better lawyer to like. He's, he's a better <laughs> arguer than yeah. me. Yeah. But it was really fun to like uh, uh, just get into silly arguments and. Yeah. I really enjoyed coming up with the the evidence. evidence. Yeah. So it was fun to like you know talk for my ass and. And and I thought you were you were a great judge. Yeah, yeah you're, you. Like a, you're a much judge. better judge than I was for sure. I like doing that a little more and just playing like that kind of character. Yeah, because preparing took me so it took me way too long. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Like I, I got nervous. Like <laughs> yeah, the gaveling. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, we mentioned fun. the Billy Joel thing, but the Will Smith thing was really funny too. That was. Yeah, I think that yeah. was even. I like that one even more. Oh, because you won. Because I gave I mean, it to you. Is that why? <laughs> no, I just think it was funnier. I think it was like shorter and funnier. It was funnier, I think. Yeah. yeah. Better actor, rapper. So I posted an episode on like a Billy Joel Reddit. Yeah. And then someone was like, oh, this is funny. And then one person was like, oh my God, this sucks. The one guy who's like complaining about Billy Joel is so annoying. And <laughs> he sucks. Uh, oh my God. Wait. Yeah. So tell about me how I was like. about you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You never this, told me this. A hardcore Billy Joel fan is like really pissed off that I was like, "That's the kind of feedback we need. Yeah, yeah. we need that stuff." <laughs> we gotta I post... was laughing. Yeah. Oh my god, we got to post more on Reddit, man. That's so great. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Brennan, uh, my number one is the 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 trio of Power Hours, like the oh fun, like how Dan started it off with. Uh, the sixty degrees of separation, yeah, Great. which made me do the stream of consciousness. I loved making that. Which I made Dave do that. his yeah. Dave in the life. Oh yeah, like I just like yeah. how like the three of us they all took, did kind of like us inspired inspired by what Dan did, yeah. and so I I really enjoyed those power hours. Like I because I, I enjoyed doing mine. I enjoyed like the game aspects of both of your guys a lot. So that that they was were more my... fun. They were a little bit more fun. I think they're probably the best game elements we've had. Yeah, those were my favorite. Uh, Shows of the year. I mean, like Raven Two and and Judge Brave were definitely up there too. But yeah, I yeah. went a little more thematic with what we did yeah. with the show for my top three. I almost included my own in my list, but I didn't want to do that. But I making it was so fun. Yeah, the sixty degrees of separation. I love that. I love the stream of consciousness and us like trying to like guess and like 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 that. Oh, was yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the like one of my was favorite good. moments yeah. was when Dave um like f- like figured out. I think it was Dave the Daddy Yankee connection, and it was Bernie Williams. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. That's so funny. So that was my number one. Excellent. Was that the show where I didn't get Oladipo? Yes. Oh, God, so <laughs> embarrassing. That's that's another low point for me this year. I didn't get Oladipo. It's a pod low point. Um, you have a worse episode. No, I got to listen to number one. Oh, I'm sorry. My number one is also Brandon's number two. It's Tiny Sewed Five Which specifically. That? March Madness. Oh, okay. oh March. yeah. yeah, yeah. Specifically, moment is the Alvin and the Chipmunks thing. <laughs> I listened back to it again. I couldn't stop laughing again. Listening back to it, it was so. It's the hardest I've laughed this year doing the podcast. Absolutely, that's the hardest I've laughed while we were doing the show. That was a fun show. It was Alvin and the Chipmunks cover of "I Want to Know What Love Is" by Foreigner, 
and it's them doing like a like vocal riffing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so so funny, and like that that was that individual moment was my favorite thing we've done all year personally. And like I love the whole tournament itself, and we uncovered and discovered some great stuff yeah, in really there. Great stuff. The uh, like the Aretha Franklin cover, obviously, and the Hiroshima cover yeah. was so good. Like, but that oven and the chipmunks moment was so goddamn funny. Yeah, so great. My other honorable mention for like fun mm-hmm. uh, episode to do was the um the the final five episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because there was a lot of fun to record. Like, yeah, as being like we like, did a lot of takes, like being commentators and coming up with the fake names. Like I remember us laughing a lot when we did that. That was a fun, that one, was to a fun one to do. Uh, I have another one that I, yeah. a specific moment that I'm surprised you two didn't mention. This could be this could go either way between my favorite or least favorite moment this year. It's from episode eighty. In June, it's 1975 bonus bills. The wildfire, Michael oh, Martin. Oh, great! Yeah. The wildfire moment. That <laughs> oh, was also yeah. that was also this year. Um, that because that was when I played this wildfire song. I thought it was unbelievable, and they called me out and researched it while we were recording. That the version I played was from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I got still so confusing. Pissed. The whole thing is still confusing. Still don't know. Still a great song. Heard. Yeah. Still a great song. Wildfire. Well, I don't know. We haven't heard the real version. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I, want, I, I want to make sure to mention that, too. Oh, least favorite? I think I said whatever the least favorite like board bills okay, I, I wrote some stuff. of 70s yeah. was. I forget, whatever the worst year was. There was just some such boring music uh, in the 70s that yeah. were, like that wasn't fun. Also, okay. Also, which none of us, I'm shocked none of us have talked about this yet. Some of the minutes. The minute by minute stuff this oh, year yeah. was also this sick year. Of it at one yeah. point, like, yeah, like we were we had such high hopes during oh, minute by man. minute. That's kind of fun. Though, and then that was fun. That was, it was fun. Yeah. And then the album just com- completely fell apart. Fell apart. Yeah. I forgot about minute by minute. Minute by minute was yeah. also this year. One of the things I put in contention for least favorite, just because when I saw it, I completely like I saw it on the list. I completely forgot about it, and I remember the dread I felt while we were recording it for some reason was the Three's Company episode. Like I had a lot of oh, yeah. for some reason. Oh. Like I felt like when we were recording that we were never gonna stop. Like it just like I, I think I was just like, like I also I had, like, a moment I forgot about and because I was just going through the pods yesterday. Um, this moment was insane, and I listened back to it, and it was an insane moment of the podcast. And again, I'm surprised that you guys didn't bring this up because it was a. It got kind of heated oh, between the you two. Was f- what the was mu- it? The, uh, okay. The Hump Report? Hump Report, Volume 4. It's Episode 71. Michael Caine's sex oh scene. The Michael Caine sex scene physical beauty debate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I re-listened to this. It's insane. Yeah. You guys are at each other about this for like lo- for like at least oh, five to ten time. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Dave, I cut a lot out, too. Dave accuses Brandon of rigging it, and Brandon just shuts down <laughs> and changes his score. Because Dave accused Brandon of rigging it. It was insane. That was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, was it was a good episode. episode. It was a fun episode, though. Yeah, yeah. that was insane. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Uh, what was the other sex scenes? That was Michael Caine. It was Michael Caine. That was... Oh, that was the tall guy, right? The that tall, was, that was, was tall guy the same episode? Jeff Goldblum, yeah, okay, it was. Yeah. And yes. then mine, I think, was the... Um, Gabriel... Jeremy Irons one. Oh, that one. Wait, damages. Yeah. Oh, okay. There was there yeah. was one we saw. Oh, I think the one we did after that was with Matt fun. Brown. We did the one with Matt Brown after. Yeah. There yes. Was, one one that scene was when you did the octopus scene. The octopus scene. I that had was the and the Cameron Dave, Diaz on the car. Yeah. And the David Bowie. Scenes. The David Bowie scene. Yeah. And I brought in the weird Corey uh, Corey Haim scene. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was a, yeah. I had like a moment where I was like also like mentally. <laughs> 
breaking down because like, I, I forgot they had sex. I said they didn't have penetration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were like, what are you talking about? We just watched it. Yeah. All right. I, well, that's it. <laughs> I wanted to make sure to mention that. Okay. Were there any other heated moments? I don't remember. Probably. Probably. Because the third season was not our best. Yeah. Well, well, look, I mean, the music was really the biggest. The music kind of brought it down, yeah. I think. Yeah. But there was some fun stuff. And we just put out way too much with four episodes a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of work. A lot of work. Um. Okay, so should we get to... Our right. albums, the Big Kahuna. Okay, so top ten albums of the year. Um, so I'm gonna, I kind of am cheating with this one. This is actually kind of my two through eleven, because I already talked about Black Midi on the show. Okay, as my discovery. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're they're on the list, so I they didn't get placed. They're like either number one or number two or number ten. Like that sure. album is just in my top ten, but I didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it again, and I guess we'll do under on on uh, honorable mentions after or before. Yeah, after. Okay. Um. So that is that. So Black Midi is not counting. Okay. So my number ten. Where is my playlist? Is Ari Lennox. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic album. Great album. Really, really good. Yep. She opened for Lizzo when I saw Lizzo. Ar- oh, okay. Ar- Lennox. And yeah. she's on that same album that you brought up as your discovery of this year or something. Remember we talked about the, uh, it on the last episode. Dreamville. Yeah. She's on oh, Dream. Yeah. She's yeah. on the Dreamville album. She's there's another album. She's featured on like a lot of different artists this yeah. year. Yeah. 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 Um, that was Dave, Dave's. Uh, oh, that was Dave's. Dave's okay. Discovery right. pick. Yeah. Yeah. So the album is called Shea Butter Baby, and um, cool album. Like it a lot. So that would be my number 10. My number nine is this band called Vanishing Twin. Uh, Their album is called uh, The Age of Immunology. It's it's kind of like uh, Davey Nolik broadcasts. Yeah. Like that type of vibe. Um. A lot of instrumental stuff going on in the album, um, but really cool kind of psychedelic, old schooly songwriting vibes. Some sample here. Say the name of the artist. Vanishing here? Twin. Okay. This song is called "Cryonic Suspension May Save Your Life." Just really cool grooves, really cool atmosphere. Really cool. Vanishing Twin. That's my number nine. Uh, number eight is The National. I Am Easy to Find. Uh, really good album. Didn't listen to it. I, I listened to it a lot when it first came out. Yeah. But um, And there are a couple of songs that really have stuck with me, but not one of my favorite albums of theirs ever. But uh, this song in particular, the title track, I Am Easy to Find. Uh, a lot of female singers on this, like guest vocalists, which took a lot of getting used to in the beginning because it was uh, just different, but I, I wound up really liking it a lot. 
What's her name? Uh, Bowie's bass player? Um, yeah, Grace something, right? Yeah. Um, one of the brother's wives, uh, Clive Owen. <laughs> Grace something? Grace something. Clive Owen's daughter, like, randomly. Okay. One of them. Uh, so that's number eight. Uh, number seven, Similar Mood, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, album that just came out just a few weeks ago called Ghostine. Uh, and it came out in October. That was October already? <clears throat> yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. I mean, it was a few weeks ago, but... That's true. Yeah. Uh, it's a really sad album. Didn't his son die or something? Yeah, something like his son died. No, yeah, son. Sorry, I think his son. Di- yeah, died. Yeah, and it's like the first album he he made after. Yeah, the death um, of his son. Uh, so that's you know uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cave. Uh, okay, next is a slash because it's uh the band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, because they came out with two albums this year. Nice. Um, so fishing for fishies, which has more of this like um. Songwriting, less like prog vibe. I mean, there's some of it on on there. Yeah, you show me this band. Yeah, they're cool. They're a Bonnaroo next year. Um, so this is the from the album Fishing for Fishies, and then they came out with a uh, a metal album. This is called <laughs> or- Organ Farmer. <laughs> this album is amazing. It's called Infest the Rat's Nest. Dan, you'll love this one part. <laughs> I want to go to uh, right here. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. It's yeah. just a, a wild album. <laughs> That's sick. Uh, really, really fun. Really fun. Very cool. Uh, next is Solange. What, what number are we at? Um, I think this is three or four. Okay. Yeah, three maybe. Yeah, let's say three. Uh, this is the song "Stay Flow." Oh, I skipped one. Uh, there, what, there should be one before this. I'll go back to it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the Solange album. I'm sure we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Really, really great. These new Puritans. You heard of them? No. So th- there's that list, album list, The Quietus, mm. where like every year I look at it and I only know like two things because it's just like the, it's like the new pitchfork where everything is obscure as possible. Okay. Uh. And uh, I found this band. The song is called Infinity Vibraphones. <laughs> um, it sounds like a lot of like 80s stuff that we all love. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like fucking Blue Nile. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Really cool vibes. Oh yeah, I like this. I'll go forward a little bit so it's like the patch mode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, really cool album. Uh, so check yeah, that out. I like that. This should have been a little bit earlier in the list, but uh, the FK Twigs, uh, Magdalene album is great album. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, this is the song Holy Terrain with Future. Um, 
Did you listen to this, Dan? Oh, I guess we'll find out. I'm sorry. No. I'll tell you right now. No, I haven't. Uh, I love it. Do you want take me to my favorite show? FK Twigs, is it, is it just one person or is it a band? Yeah, I think it's just her, right? It's okay. her. Okay. Um, formerly known as Twigs. Formerly known as Twigs. Okay. Yeah. She's Twigs. Get it? Get it? Get it, Dan. Cute. No, I don't get it. That's cool. <laughs> All right, this is Luke Temple. So this guy showed up on my Discovery Weekly like years ago. And uh, Dave, I think he did for you too because I remember hearing it on in your car. This is an album he came out with though this year that Jesse, my old bandmate, texted me and was like, dude, you gotta listen to this. And I totally forgot about it. This is just like right up my alley, zero seven, mm. like Jose Gonzalez. Okay. Like the production on this album is just exactly what I love. Luke Temple with the album Both And. This is the song called Don't Call Me Windy. And then my number one album, or if it's not Black Midi, is uh, is Wilco's uh, new album, which really oh, took really? me by surprise, Ode to Joy. Wow. Uh, this song, Quiet Amplifier, I, I, I haven't listened to like a new song and been in love with it. And not even just this song, though. I know your other favorite song that you like. I, I love that one, the opening yeah. track. There's just something about this album that, like, re- like I've I've liked a lot of the last couple of Wilco albums, but this makes me feel like like a Ghost Is Born did and like Yankee. Yeah. Did. Um. There's I don't know this song this album just really sits with me in uh, in the right in the right oh sorry white place yes in the white place. Um, <laughs> and they the, all the like the flutes and me go to the yeah I just love the vibe of this song. And that's uh, my list. Any uh, honorable mentions? Uh, Tyler, the creator. Tons. Almost cracked it. Okay. Tyler. Tyler. Wise Blood. Wise I need to spend blood. more time with it, but ever since you showed me Andromeda, I love it. And then the Brittany Howard solo album, like from Alabama Shakes. Oh, cool. Like okay. really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, and then Dave, I sent you that band Omni that sounded yeah. like 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 Wire-ish and like magazine. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. That, that album was really was cool. Really cool. Um, Omni Underage. What was your uh, least favorite or most disappointing? If you had to pick. Oh, year. I didn't even think about that, honestly. I guess Kanye. Oh, actually, Chance. I was more disappointed by Chance's album. Oh, because yeah. Because I didn't have much expectation for Kanye's. Yeah. But the Chance album, I just, no, no thanks. Gotcha. Product, <laughs> just, I don't know. Just, it, it, I, I think I said this to Dan. Like, when I heard it, I was like, he doesn't have an identity anymore. Like he, like it just the sounds. It just sounded like any other artist, but with his voice. Like the most unique thing about the songs was mm. his flow, and it, it, he's it, got. He's worrying about other things. I returned to it recently like, in preparation for this. Did not like it as much. Yeah, I really did, like initial. I was like excited. I was like I was like grooving. I, I liked it. Returned to it, and it's like, oh, you know what? Okay, I get what people are saying now. This is like a little boring. Yeah, yeah. It's very just unremarkable. Yeah. It was a little boring. I agree. Yeah. Boring. So there. I guess that. I guess that's uh, what I would say. Kind of like my list of albums. A little boring. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Thank you. But Andromeda is like one of the songs of the year for sure. That Wise Blood oh, song. Oh, yeah. Top notch track. Would you, I've, you were saying it sounded like it reminds you of something else. I forgot what it was. Blue Velvet. Was it Blue Velvet? Oh, Blue Velvet. Right, right, right. You take my phone cover off. Bear with me. I'm thinking of upgrading. I've so I've gone many iPhones without having a case on my phone, and um, but you know that that they make uh they make cases now where the back of it is like an e-reader, like a Kindle. Oh, okay. So you can like send the books that you have on your phone and then read it on the back. I think I may do that. I was just trying to stall while you were taking the thing off. Thank you. <laughs> we're good now. Okay, coming in at number ten. For Danny. Okay, this is uh, Mac Ayers, the white R&B guy I mentioned before. <laughs> <laughs> Saw him live with uh, A. Charles. Even better than I thought it was going to be live. Had a full band. It was fantastic. There were a couple moments during the live show where, like, the bassist and the drummer would just jam and it was really bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> but yeah, yeah they, they did like a jazz like jam and it was like kind of stupid. But besides that, I mean, this is tough to get more up my alley than this dude. Yeah. Like really, really good. This song's called Jumping Off the Moon. Um, it's his second album. His first album was also on my list from last year. Okay. Um, is this a guy that I guess his name was like David Simon or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, this album's called Juice Box. Just great R&B vibes. Original. Does it sound okay? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is Danny. Thank you. Okay, this album. Denzel Curry. Number nine for Danny. Love this album, man. This was really cool. Uh, Zoo. Yeah. This uh, this song is uh, Ricky. I want to wait till it comes in. Wait. Really cool, dude. I forgot to listen to this album. You. This is one of the artists you showed us, yeah. right? Well, well, yes. Not, they were, he was on my top albums last year. Yeah. God, this album was. I gotta awesome. get. I didn't. I don't know was, why I didn't listen to it. It was kick-ass, man. Just this him. vibe the whole time. Like he's such a good rapper. Really cool. Really cool production. Vince Staples-ish reminds me, like kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is great. Yeah, it, it's so good. Uh, it's number nine for Danny. I'm mad at myself. This is my other least favorite moment of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought because you showed me him. Yeah. I thought you'd have him for sure. Okay. This is Lizzo. Lizzo. Oh yeah. But I returned to the album. The deeper cuts, I forgot about some of them. They're pretty good. This song is sick. Like this is "Cry Baby" by Lizzo. Like an '80s kind of thing. Oh, that guitar thingy. Yeah, it sounds a little more like Shaka. I agree with you guys. The the like three biggest hits are way too overplayed, oversaturated. I'm with you. But the album as a whole is really cool. It's really fun. This song is sick. I love this song. This is Cry Baby. Album is uh, Cuz I Love You. Is it C U Z? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, this song is great. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah, yeah I love this song. Yeah, I like this much more. Okay. <laughs> this is. Uh, this album's interesting because, like, there weren't any really, like, 
individual songs where I was like, holy shit. It was just kind of like the vibe of the whole thing. I, I really love. This is Daniel Caesar. I don't know if you ever heard mm, of him. Daniel, Daniel Caesar. Caesar. Mm -hmm. It was my cousin's wedding song. So, Hello? It was my cousin's wedding song. This individual song? Uh, it could have been this song, actually. The album's called Case Study 01. He's just a really... I don't think it was this song, but it was, it was a song by Daniel Caesar. This song is called Too Deep to Turn Back. Just a great, great yeah, R&B like album. This. Great dude. Like, he's a great dude. <laughs> um, no, it's a great vibe. Like... It reminds me of um, I can't think of what it's making me think of Drive by the Cars <laughs> Oh, that's another personal moment of the year Dave and I DJ'd a wedding Oh, nice Oh, yeah, that was so much fun That was a lot of fun All right, let's move on <laughs> Tyler, the Creator It's a great album Oh, like, yeah, really this album, album is awesome I love this album The most um, concise album I think he's made It's called Ulcer Igor Igor Ulcer, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's called Ulcer um, it's number six for Danny, Tyler Creator, Igor. This is Earthquake. This is a song so good. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I love this song. Comes in. Ah, so it's, cool. It, yeah, this is the, him at his best. It, it really yeah. is all. It this all came together. Cool. Yeah. I need to listen to this one still. Solange. Solange for Danny. Coming up next. Yeah. This is. Number five for Danny, When I Get Home. Really cool album. Mm -hmm. Brandon heard me listening to it in the shower when he was over one day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he comes out, he's like, this is a good album. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. It's another one I forgot about. Like, this album is awesome. Yeah. Solange. Okay. This is the dude that was in my... Discovery for 2019. Um, the Ayako, that song, it's mm. Devin Morrison. Oh, cool. Devin, Devin Morrison. Morrison, his album was sick. Uh, it's called Bussin'. The song's really good. It's called Guaranteed. Just has, again, just such a great, <laughs> such a great uh, throwback vibe. I love it. It's very 90s. Uh, I just, in the whole album, I love the sound. I, it's amazing. Yeah, this is good. I like this. Holy crap, yeah. Like the bass, like all like It's like the Jacob Collier stuff, but less intimidating. Yes. And that's a great call. And better yeah. songs. Collier, I think they collaborate together. Okay, it makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, um, he's obviously like one of the most like talented dudes that exists, but he's just almost he like so, sometimes like his songs are just like too insane. I listen to Collier's albums. Yeah, it, it's just nuts. There's a couple. Yeah, it's too nuts. It's too much. Yeah, like, he's talented, but it's like Jesus, dude. Yeah. Like chill out. Like, yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of um, Thundercat. Yeah. yeah. But but yes. not as goofy sounding. Yeah. This album I listened to for the first time this week, okay? And this took me by surprise. This is Anderson Pock's band, The Free Nationals. Oh. They put out an album. It's fantastic. It's, again, throwback vibe. It's very, like, very, like, 70s, 80s R&B sounding. It's amazing. So it's, like, without him? Yeah, it's, they're just by, they're just on their own. Um, they collaborate with, like, a lot of different artists. Um... Self-titled debut album. 
<laughs> I, I love the whole thing. Um, the song's called Oslo. Can you just put the phone down and then just touch it? Another R&B discovery. For, I think I discovered this dude last year, uh, but he had an album this year that was fantastic. This song is called Late Night. This guy's name, his name is kind of dumb. It's Lucky Day. <laughs> it's this guy's name, D-A-Y-E, but it's an amazing R&B album. I love it. It sounds like a guy that like came in third on like The Voice. <laughs> he, he's saying not the song. <laughs> he's, he sounds like Frank. You can hear it. How dare you? He sounds like he really does. Yeah, he really does. He does. <laughs> uh, this is my number two album of the year, Painted. By the, I start to finish. It's amazing. I love this whole thing. If Frank did Daft Punk, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, ah, I love this. And Danny's number one album of 2019. Okay. Anderson Pac, Ventura. Oh, my number one album of 2019. He put it out too. What's up? His band when Brogan put out an album. Yeah, and he put out an album. Is yeah. it the same band? I. It's a good question. I actually, think it is. I. Um. I. I think he recorded with the Free Nationals for this album also. This album, start to finish, it's perfect. It's so good. I think it's my. It's my favorite Anderson Pac album. It's amazing. The Nationals are having a great year here. (laughs) This album, the World Series, the World Series, the album that I like, the Nationals. Yeah. Yeah. The song is called Reaching Too Much. It changes like halfway through. It's so cool. Hold on. It's Anderson Pac and Lala Hathaway, this song. Oh, yeah. Layla Layla Hathaway, thank you. Let me fast forward a little bit. It changes. Same song. It switches the vibe, yeah. That also happens when you just go to a new song, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, that was 2019 for Danny. Layla Hathaway is in that video with Snarky Puppy where she like sings chords with her throat. Oh, that's her. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This has tints on it, right? Isn't this the album with tints on it? With Kendrick? Uh, might have been last year. That might have been last year's album. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you put one out, I think, in like November, December, and then this one came out a couple months later. Okay, so the, I, I don't listen to this one then, because yeah. I only remember the one with tints. Right, no. This is after. This one came out okay. April, April of this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. fantastic i love this whole thing it's what i wish i enjoy him i enjoy part what's his name anderson pock anderson pock yeah okay i saw him live too it was great 
He mainly been, plays drums, year. or does he mainly? He, um, I guess do whatever. In his live show, he's mostly playing drums. Yeah. And someone and, else sings. No, he's no, singing he's too. Singer. Oh, he's, he's a, a singer. singer. Yeah, yeah, he's a singer too. He's not just a drummer. No, he's. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a drummer on that. I was like Phil Collins, man. It's cool. Phil Collins or the Sum Forty One guy. <laughs> the only <laughs> other two. The only other two examples. He sings too. I think so. He raps in the one song. Uh, <laughs> Jellyfish, drummer sang. Yeah, it was Danny's 2019. Meg White a couple you. tracks. So some quick uh, quick not? hits. Yeah, Runners yeah. up. Oh, yeah. um, the Khalid album I really liked. Mm. Free Spirit. That was good. Um, newer artist. Ari Lennox was also a runner-up for me. Very close to ranking that one. Uh, Shea Better Baby. Uh, Alan Stone album I really liked mm, I gotta one. listen to that one Yeah it was good uh, Building Balance um, And my most disappointing Slash worst Is uh, Kanye Jesus is King Really? Yeah it sucked It wasn't that bad The production's good He's just totally full of shit We've gone over this num- A number of times I know but I even listened to it Another time And I was like I'm gonna put it On my top ten I didn't do that Because it would have been Fake <laughs> But I was like This is really not Even that bad It's just annoying At points Yeah and it's full shit. He's full shit. Yeah. And then that new one just came out. I That's kind of cool. Do you hear it? No, I haven't listened to That's it. That's not Kanye. It's just the the service. Oh, he has. Does he have anything to do with it? He produced it. Oh, or he produced executive it. produced it. Okay. All right. But like they do a lot of his songs. They already interpolate a lot of his oh, songs. Oh, interesting. It's okay. pretty cool, actually. I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but it was, it was pretty cool. Royal Canoe also had an album this year, and it was it was solid. I thought Zero Seven was going to drop an album for the first time in like almost ten years because they came out with a single and it didn't happen. Damn. How does that? And hopefully Frank comes out with one. A little more zero on that yeah, Zero a Seven. Yeah, too much zero out <laughs> of that Zero Seven. Okay, so would you rather they drop seven albums or zero albums? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Depends on the band. Because it's one or the other. <laughs> All right. Here's my list. So. You guys know I don't really listen to modern music that much. Uh, but this year I did a little bit more than usual. I would say I listened to at least 25 albums. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Like new albums that came out this year. Solid. So I had if so, you know, a few to pick from. Uh, and there was a few out al- there's several albums I was really really into too. Cool. So it kind of like a few the top 5 kind of monopolized. So not like last year. No, where I just kind of <laughs> threw it together and yeah. I like only listened to them Right. Once, maybe. And then I listed albums. You were like, oh, yeah, I listened to that one. Forgot about it. Yeah. So the top five of this is I listen to these albums like pretty constantly. So that's fun. Hey, that's pretty fun for me. Okay. So let's, we're going to go for an album I just heard for the first time in full kind of recently, like a few days ago. But uh, an artist that was a great artist of this year, and you guys know him. You know I ain't come to play this TV snapping off the rip. Yo, Sorry. I'm a favorite nigga. It's ba- the baby with his uh, debut album Baby on Baby. Dan, what do you think? Um I think I like Kirk a little more. I think I like the first song from Kirk a lot. Actually no, you know what? Intro no, they're they're both equally as good. They're honestly. both pretty much yeah, yeah, as yeah. good. I like intro the most, I think. And that's from Kirk. But I like this album all the way through the most. Yeah. 
It, uh, it's, it's a fun it, trap album. It's, it's yeah, it's really fun. He's, he's a crazy guy. I thought about putting it in my ranking, but I like the other stuff more. I didn't yeah, listen it, to it. Oh, yeah. damn, I forgot to put the little Nas X in mine. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, that's an EP though. Sure, but you can still put it on there. No, pretty good. No. All right, so that's my number ten. I the baby was a fun Shug is my uh, new rapper of this of of this year specifically. Yeah, uh, a new obsession. Uh, very fun. So the next one I have is an album I heard on I heard very early in the year. It came out in January, and this is when I was like super optimistic. I was like, I'm gonna listen to a lot of albums. I already listened to like three so far. <laughs> this is great. Uh, this is an album by uh, Sharon Van Etten. Uh, the album's called Remind Me Tomorrow. She's a, a vocalist I always really loved. Her music, every single album, has been getting more and more interesting production-wise. Uh, Not always for the better. Uh, for certain songs, but it's cool to see a pro- for uh, a progression. Right. She's on the national album. As a she's on the national album. She's, I didn't listen to this album though. I got to. She's been around for a while. This song is called "No One's Easy to Love." It's one of my favorite songs from the year. I feel like Lord kind of took from her. Yeah. <laughs> she, there's like a lot of people that kind of sound like this now, but she's been doing this for at least Bro. like 15 years, yeah. like 10 years. Or what, what's her name again? Sharon Von Etten. Lord giveth and Lord taketh away. <laughs> Uh, that's right. Yeah. Cool stuff. Into it. Uh, yeah, she's one of my favorite singers ever. Uh, so, her, and then we also have a, a, a staple of the Dave universe, of the Dan and Brave universe. This is like kind of a cheat because it's a live album, but I loved it so much that I'm going to put it on there. It's uh, Beyonce's Homecoming mm. Live. Oh, cool. Okay. Do you see the movie or no? The movie was really I, cool. I did not, no. It was like, it was like partially like behind the scenes, right. her life and her getting like prepped for the show after being pregnant. It was pretty insane. Getting dressed for Coachella. Uh, yes. Did yeah. you see it at all? No, I didn't see it. It's like months of her just working out, like, and then you just like, show like time-lapse videos of That's her doing cool. the same routine, producing the show, right. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it was cool. It was like a horn band, uh, crazy amount of dancers. She's still putting on a really fun live show. It was, yeah. it was cool. This is a version of Party. That she doesn't even, she's not involved in it at all. It's just her band singing it. Oh, really? Yeah. Great song. And there's like marching. They're doing a lot of like baton. Right. Tossing. So watch the video too. It really enhances the experience. Uh, the next thing I'm going to do is... Uh, a, uh, it's a, it was a, a duet album, kind of. It's, kind of, it's almost like an EP. It's a, a short album. It's called Myths 04. Do you know this one? Myths 4? Mm-hmm. It's Bradford Cox from The Deer Hunter. Or from Deer Hunter. Right. And Kate LeBon. Oh, okay. They did like a collaboration album. Came out a month ago or so. Oh, I didn't know that. I like him. I like Kate LeBon. I heard Kate LeBon in the car on the way last night. It's stuff that I, that reminds me of like this. I don't know, Talking Heads or, or whatever it is. Yeah. My next one. We're gonna keep getting fun. With, See, listeners, uh, we do listen to current stuff also. Nick Cave's Ghost Team. Oh, love his album on there too. Yeah, yeah, love his album. Depressing album. Yeah, it's but be- it's, it's really beautiful. beautiful. It's really yeah. beautiful. 
Uh, Haunting. Yeah. Ah, ghosting. He's doing a lot of uh, spoken word type stuff here. Once there was a song, a song yearned to be sung. You have to listen to the lyrics, I think. Well, you don't have to, but the lyrics are very good. Uh, very, uh, it feels like he's telling a lot of different stories that are haunting. Yeah. Ghost uh, stories. I maybe. like his vibe. The king was first a young prince, he always puts out like great stuff in his, into his old age. Yeah, his old age. Yeah, he's like a fine right. wine. Uh, my number five. I, I mentioned her before. Angel Olsen's All Mirrors album. It was a good album. I saw her play live. It was great with a string section. This song's called Chance. It's got this real uh, uh, jazzy vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Standard vibe. Interesting voice. Mm-hmm. Um, she also reminds me of Sharon Van Etten, where every album is like more and more interesting production. Yeah, she also played a Bruce Springsteen song when I saw her live. So. A really major decade. Yeah. <laughs> um, this next performer is called Jessica Pratt. Do you know Brandon? Yes. So I, I didn't listen to this album. Though. Yeah, you can ask me too, Dave. I know you don't know her. Know her. <laughs> this is super lo-fi stuff, but it's just beautiful, and and it's it's recorded in a way where there's not as much stuff going on, but it it just sounds cool. And her voice is like very strange, very pixie-esque. This album's called Quiet Science. It's lovely. It's exactly that. I, I go to sleep this a lot. Yeah. So, uh, enchanting album. The next album is by Kate LeBon again. It's her solo album, uh, Reward. Yeah, this is pretty good. It's more than pretty good. It's the third best album. <laughs> <laughs> Who again? I'm sorry. This is Kate LeBon. Oh, okay. She also has a very cool voice and uh, cool arrangements. Always has horns in there and interesting guitar. I like this vibe a lot. Yeah. I think she's Welsh. Saxophone making a big comeback this year. What's up? Saxophone making a big comeback this I, year. I guess so. Heim? Is that part of the equipment you sold? My saxophone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be furious. <laughs> I just give it to you and you sell it? God damn it. Okay. Number two. Kind of keeping the trend of his, like, uh, great female vocalists and songwriters. It's Wise Blood. Obsessed with this album, uh, Titanic Rising. It probably would be in my top ten if I listened to it more. I just don't know it well enough yet. This is the most classic sounding shit, but um, with great production. Is it in the song? I guess it is. This is on my Power Hour. Oh, this is the one you put on? Yeah. N- not this song, but this album is, is Wise Blood. Oh, right. Which Power Hour? Uh, the Decade. Okay. 
Yeah, this is the one damn where we said it sounds like carpenters. Oh, yeah. All very lovely, Dave. You listen to lovely music. I like a lot of lovely music, yeah. I think. I would enjoy this in the background of my apartment. As I'm saying, I think yeah, you yeah, would yeah. enjoy it. I really would. You would appreciate it. Well, I know Leslie would, too. Uh, and then my favorite album is uh, the album that hooked me all year was Solange. Nice. Yeah. Uh, when I Get Home. It came out in like February? No, it came out in March, I think. All three of us had this one in our top yeah. ten. Yeah. It came is out in March. Is this the only one where all three of us had it? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Cool. Only only repeat, maybe. No, no, we had, we had Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Um, yeah, another album I was obsessed with all year. And yeah, it's, just, it's, it's just, also it's subtle. It's, it's just, so subtle. It gets better yeah. when more you listen to it. Yep. It's so low end. Yeah. That's my phone. <laughs> Give me okay. my phone. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. I like this is your number one pick. It's yeah, it's so good. But uh, yeah, I like I like subtle music. I think. <laughs> Um, some other men- some other mentions I thought of yeah. when I was falling asleep to Dave's music. <laughs> um, it, no, no, I'm kidding. It was lo- I mean, that, lovely. I fall asleep to his music too. <laughs> um, Brockhampton had an album. Brockhampton. Really, they had a good. Al- they had a good album this year. That was really good. Um, yeah, there were a few more. There's an artist I like, Eluje. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Some random R&B guy I found really good. <laughs> Yeah, I swung the extremes. Like I either went the like King Gizzard, Black Midi, uh, yeah, route, or like the like Nick Cave, like okay. Coco, like like subtle. Yeah, I was li- a little less like R and B this year, and like uh, just not really listening much like rock at all. Rock, rock. rock. Oh, much um, <laughs> BJ the Chicago Kid was another album I really liked mm-hmm. this year. It's another um. Associated Act of Chance, the rapper, him and they've yes. cl- they've collaborated before. Yeah, but I also just listened yeah. to an, a, a lot of music this year. Like I listened to more albums that didn't come out this year. Okay. Me too. Than, I, I than, typi- than I, typical. I did a lot of that. Like a like lot. Tons of that. Lot, yeah, yeah. But I just didn't. It, you know, there's yeah. only 25 from this year. The other things. Yeah, I, I like the Wilco one a lot. It was good. Uh, oh my god. Ariana Grande from this year. No, thank you. No, it wasn't that great. It wasn't good. And actually, the other day, it was funny. The other day when we were cooking, Mackenzie and I were cooking for the party, we put that on. And like, yeah, just some of the, it's just the songs that are not as just, solid. And me and Brandon, we were yeah, so Yeah, it obsessed, was never good. Yeah, with the one from last year, and it just wasn't close, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's another one I, I meant to mention. Oh, the Bruce Springsteen album. The even tracks were so good. <laughs> the even <laughs> tracks. I was obsessed with the even tracks. That's and what, then the, that's la- one with the horses on the cover. Well, right? it was called uh, Western Stars. Okay. It was pretty solid for Bruce. It was probably his best in a long time. Um, and then I mentioned Sabrina Claudio. I saw her live. Her album was pretty good this year. Mm. It's another artist Brandon showed mm-hmm. me. And then stop uh, listening to just like Lizzo. <laughs> just like Lizzo. It was like Lizzo. I, and, t- I took Anderson Pac. I took over these artists for Brandon Anderson Pac <laughs> right. too because I was like Malibu guys. Years and they're ago. good. There's all all three of them still putting out really good music. Um, Gallant, the guy who opened for Sabrina Claudio, uh-huh. one of my favorite R&B dudes. He put out an album this year that was good too. Oh, uh, really, really good. There was a cool album I heard by Karen O and. Danger Mouse. Oh, I didn't listen to that. Is it good? It's really good. Um, this didn't hear. It's like you know, I didn't sit with it a lot for a long time. Oh, I remember at the end of last year's oh, list. I'm sorry. Uh, I just remember Panda Bear had a cool album. That Boys, al- Boys. Uh, Boys is really good. That Boys that should be in my honorable mentions. I like that album a lot. 
um, last year at the end of the year, I said, I, I want to listen to the Casey Musgraves album. Nothing lived up to that song, but mm-hmm. it is a great album. Okay. Just oh, like, you didn't hear the album at that point? No, I just heard the song, uh, uh, that one song yeah, where I was like, song. holy shit. Um, Buoys is actually, it's called Buoys. Buoys, right. And then uh, a couple rappers have been following for a long time. Also put out new uh, albums this year. Wale, which was not bad. Mm. And Rick he Ross. He sucks now. Uh, Rick Ross's album was not good either. Really? I had I, it on my list, but I never got to I it. I was so disappointed. Well, actually, it wasn't bad, but he did, he put out Maybach Music uh, 6. <laughs> Like, like you know how he does it? he has like the series yeah, 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 yeah. I think Port it was Port of number... Miami 2 Port of Miami 2 was that right. album but the song you know, um, oh Maybach Music was it, like, which I one think is it's it 6, six. <laughs> it, it was with John Legend it wasn't that good yeah oh the, uh, a couple of the other ones I did want to mention the Vampire Weekend album is good oh yeah it's good it's good I, 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 it grew I, on me a lot actually I do like that one the piano song that you showed yeah, me yeah. is probably my favorite song of theirs in general um, I love that song. Yeah, it's just, there's just a few songs that I don't really jive with, but I I do like that album. The Young Thug album is great. I always like him. Didn't check it out. James Blake's album is okay. Like I did was okay too. Oh yeah, um, I didn't even mention that one. It's Boney, okay. Yeah, like half of it is good. Yeah, the Boney Bear album I actually liked a lot too. That oh, should that was be in great. my honorable mentions. I just didn't listen to it more than once. Yeah, uh, the Blood Orange albums is pretty good this year. Blood oh yeah, yeah. Yep, that was good. God, yeah, damn. um, and then. An opener for Blood Orange on his upcoming tour, Taishi. I think that's how you say it. Fantastic album. Almost made my top ten. She's like another really mm. good female singer. Yeah. So good. Still a bit about Black Midi for me in the last week. That's a lot of Black Midi. A lot of Black Midi. I yeah. I um talked to a friend of mine recently, and I mentioned my friend Pat. Brandon, yeah. I mentioned that you are really into Black Midi. Randomly, I thought of that, and he was like, "Oh, I saw them at Pitchfork. They're insane." Yeah. Like he said they're absolutely crazy. Yeah. yeah. So. Some insight. There you go. <laughs> it's a black midi. I really think out of all the ones that I picked, that one, um, these new Puritans, y- you guys would really like a lot. Yeah, the one. I, yeah, that sounded I was cool. Really that, into sounded that. Cool. that sounded sweet. I mean, there's always what happens is you know the the lists come out and then you like you review the albums like early next the, the following year I should right, say right. So that's what always happens. But there's, I mean, I'm sure some stuff I would say we're better than the things I put on my list. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait to listen to more stuff. Is that cr- crazy or or what? All right, or should we what? wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. That was 2019. Yeah. All right, enough of the past. Welcome to season <laughs> yeah. Welcome to season 4. All about the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enough about 2019. Let's talk about the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Thank All right. you. All right, All right thanks. Guys. Bye. Bye. Ciao.